shit. Wow, that was loud in my ear. I'm over here eating candy. and That's your fault, man. Who's, is that you whistling in my ear? You little whizz. But, damn. You brought us toys. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst idea I've yeah, seen well, yet. Uh, it's my favorite. A bunch of these these came in a big thing, and Teresa's been giving them out to the neighborhood kids. And Is that your guys' Halloween candy? No, it <laughs> is not. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about going on Amazon and getting these for the Halloween candy. Instead of giving kids candy, let's give them fucking toys. If, it, yeah. I, if make, I was in my... T- oh, go ahead, Dan. Make, make the parents crazy. Yeah. Only give them out to the parents you're pissed off at. You know that... Wasn't me. It was... Sorry, I just had to get it going. God. If I was in, if I was in my twenties again, uh, like the the old Little Caesars nights where people would get drunk to the point of passing out, I would coat the end of these in some Vaseline, stick it in someone's ass, and just wait for them to toot in the middle oh, of the night. Oh man, that's kind of disturbing. <laughs> Probably be more like <laughs> horrifically <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> Oddly specific. Sadly, sadly, it wouldn't be the smallest thing I'd try and put in their ass, Dan. <laughs> I, I I try not to put uh, anything in anybody that's asleep. That's just common courtesy. I think they call that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they call that rape, brother. That's assault, brother. That's yeah, assault, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we blew it out. Boy, boy, we've got uh, we've got rapey Randy over here. We've got. Uh, I am I am the most virginal of anyone in this room. Literally, yes. As We've we got Django Jared over there. And I'm a filth monster. <laughs> I've seen the pictures. Not, not everyone will admit to that. Uh. We've got Kardashian Kyle over here. <laughs> oh, shit, man. <bitch>. Really? <laughs> Look at that. But donk a donk. Just a ooh, ooh. Hey, bro. Take it for what it is. You're a beautiful person. Yeah, except for I got like a Hank Hill body. Big gut. <laughs> no ass. Your back just splits into legs. I just literally sit on my spine when I sit down. Ooh, jeez. I was going to say Bill Tree. Well, the, that's just sad, man. The, the, no, the Billdozer, man. No, no. The, the, I'm boom, a Hank. the Juggalo Boomhauer. I'm a Bill. I peaked in high school. I was a stud, and then it's just all been downhill from there. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I am perfectly happy being Dale Gribble. Hey, but you're living your best life. That's all you can ask for. <laughs> Pocket sand. I'm more like <laughs> Hank's friend Hal, who was played by Drew Carey in one episode, <laughs> where they're like the same guy, and they become best friends, but it, they don't really have the time to hang Doesn't out. Doesn't Hal like charcoal, though? Wasn't no. that a thing? No. no. I've got he dealing with smart it, man Dan. knows what an L-pipe's for. Over here. He knows what an L-pipe's for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And we've got uh, Bronco Brent. Bronco yeah. Brent. Yeah, hanging out with these sucker ducks every Wednesday night. <laughs> Wednesday night. You should become brunch, Brent. Maybe Ooh. we could do that more. Yeah, brunch. That's nice. Brunch is good. Brunch is delightful. It's not with quite the, breakfast. It's not quite lunch, but it mim- comes with a side of cantaloupe and a mimosa. We get him drunk enough. We get him drunk enough. Maybe he'll be bro job, Brent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Come uh, on, so don't test me. Look at that cum catcher. I, I like been, your new hat. I've been very forgetful lately when I've been drinking, and it's really concerning me. So I don't hey, want to know. It's called blacking out. Oh, you, you mean like you mean like the flea market <laughs> when you're pissed? No, like dude, I'm only like <laughs> wait, three wait, beers wait. deep, and there's apparently full conversations that I just don't remember. You gotta Hold hear on. this. You gotta hear. I this. I want to hear the flea market story. Hey, when you're passed out at 5 a.m. and I'm just standing like over you. Okay. Mall. Flea market. So we're all hanging out. I tell it, but I forgot. We're all hanging out. And these guys are like, hey, we're going to do the flea market tomorrow. You guys want to go? 
I was like, yeah, man, I love the flea market. That sounds great. Brent's like, yeah, yeah, flea market. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. Was he drinking? Apparently, I was way Make drunk these big, big plans, right? And it's like, he gets up and Hamburger's like, yo, get ready. <laughs> and he's like, what am I getting ready for? You're being dumb. It's Saturday. Like, uh, you're going to the flea market. <laughs> what do you mean I'm going to the flea market? <laughs> when did this happen? It yeah. was It was pretty awesome. And a little unfortunate because uh, they only had half of the expo center open. Why is that? Yeah, probably probably the C word. Uh, <laughs> Which one? <laughs> They're both the same. <laughs> the worst kind. <laughs> Don't you dare say it. Oh, I got the shook up one. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, you didn't notice by like the 17 dents in the can? Hey, uh, do I you know think you guys it kicked it. He doesn't know where he is right now. I'm just glad that thing didn't blow up and fry all of the equipment. Wait, what day is it? Do you think <laughs> it was all shook up? so anyway that was kind of a letdown story went to the flea market did not see one thing i could live without hey man we went to the timber watched boys state game that was awesome that was super fun yeah but i was bummed out because i i was like in the mentality of uh i'm gonna buy christmas gifts for people because you can always find cool shit at the flea market but you couldn't there there was a couple really cool things i mean the the cutting boards they were cool yeah they were cool um the uh those knives that were made out of different kinds of rock and stuff like that. They were okay. Oh yeah. And, 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 and stuff. Yeah. yeah it's like, it was like, you know, they had like turkey pretty feet sweet. attached to a blade. It <laughs> yeah. Really it was kind of cool. Nice. It was cool though. Um, and then they had a steamer trunk, which I almost bought because I've been wanting to get a steamer trunk. Why didn't you buy it? Cause, uh, there's ones in better shape at the antique mall. So is it like a trunk you can take a shit in? Or? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I really dropped. It used a to be called a bed there. trunk, but I changed it to steamer trunk. <laughs> you don't know what a steamer trunk is, but I know what a steamer trunk is. Dude, I've seen Joe versus the volcano, but okay. But have you ever driven a Stanley steamer? <laughs> Stanley steamer. I've taken a. I've taken a. I've taken a Cleveland steamer on a guy named Stanley. Sing. <laughs> 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 no kink shaming here, boys. Anyway, that's it. Stop talking to me. <laughs> I'm finished. Goodbye. So, uh, I want to find a baby bluebird. I know this and put wasn't it in your, your beard. I know this wasn't your last weekend adventures, but uh, I swear to God, I'm gonna rip these fucking whistles. I thought he sneezed the whistle out of his mouth. I was like so impressed for a minute. Oops. Oops. <laughs> We're just falling apart here today, guys. <laughs> That's been a good podcast. I'll see you guys next week. Yeah. We suck. <laughs> the kazoos are the Yoko of the time for another podcast. So, what did you do last weekend, Randy? Uh, let's see. What did I do last weekend? I watched some more anime. Because it's like the only entertainment source anymore that doesn't piss me off. Uh, played some games. Ooh, I got a new game. Uh, so me and Zach a while back. He's got 14 games now, if anybody's counting. <laughs> 14? No. I have several hundred. It was 13 last week, bro. I have several hundred You're coming games. up in this world. Uh, but we got we both got VR headsets to use, uh, and then we used it for like three days and haven't touched it since. I used it more than three days, and my kids used it. Yeah, you guys playing Egg Bird or what are you what are you getting after? Doing we have one called <laughs> a Virtual job, Circle Jerk Job Simulator, bud. <laughs> we have one Thank called you. Pavlov VR, and it's like a Call of Duty type one. 
uh, and you have VR chat, and inside of VR chat, it's like Roblox where you can make games, and there's a bunch of like horror games, co-op and stuff. We played some of those, uh, and then like last week or the week before, uh, they had a Walking Dead VR game called Saints and Sinners. And it came out, and then they released uh, DLC for it, and they were selling the game and the DLC for 30 bucks. So I picked that up, and I've been playing that, and that's pretty fucking fun. You Basically, it's, you know, just imagine you get to live inside the Walking Dead TV You gotta show. kill zombies in and, the VR. And I started Sick. off, I started off the game, because there's two difficulties. There's, I forget what the second one is called, but it's like hard difficulty. And then there's the one that's called story-based. And... Honestly, after playing them both, I switched the story because the story based is actually more realistic. Like the other one, you have to be, it's like, it's harder to stab zombies in the head. Uh, story one's a lot easier to play. Yeah, that's how the game is. You have to grab them on one side of the head and then stab them. But like for the, for the one that's harder, you have to do like, they call it a full range of motion, which means you literally have to start back here and be like, so you gotta, you gotta are, stop like you're really trying to kill them. Are, no, but you can't go fast. That's the thing. Are zombie bones brittle? <laughs> I need to know this because they would. Be I would eventually. imagine that stabbing anything in the head would be difficult, no matter what. Unless well, yeah. they had like you know, maybe they suffer from bad osteoporosis, or I don't know <laughs> what. Well, Dan, they don't drink a lot of milk. I don't know. Dan would have to. <laughs> Dan would have to attest this for me or not. I believe that. You, you, I mean, obviously you go in through the eyes because you have the eye sockets. And I believe there is a soft the spot ocular around the cavity. temple. Oh, see, I was thinking back of the head stab. My oh, God. yeah, the back of the head, you could just go at basically the top of the spine where the base of the skull is. And that's where they have, they call the apricot, where it's basically the... Uh, I've never heard it. That's, <laughs> I've, I've never heard of the apricot. Uh, have you guys? You guys heard of the apricot? <laughs> also known as the nectarine of the head. <laughs> no, I've heard of the rosebud, but that's <laughs> a little bit different. Snipers refer to it as like the apricot, I believe, boat, right? or the off button. <laughs> it's w- when a sniper is going for a headshot. That you know, it's where they want to hit to get the nice pink mist. Because right there oh is that, dude, these are actual terms. You can they're looking for the pink Carlos, mist. Carlos Halfcock in. I read his. I read his book. Yes. Okay, I don't mean to be offensive. I don't mean to be offensive. I'm just saying, not half. Half. Yeah, H-A-T-H. Just, I'm just saying it sounds like a porn name. Well, the man was a beast, and he wore a white feather Orderly. in his, in his Carlos Halfcock campaign hat. The rooster. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that spot right there, uh, if you were basically to slide a knife in, it's pretty pretty easy to get into. You wouldn't have to go too far, and you're basically just severing the top of the spinal cord. It's lights out. Well, okay. Thank you for answering that. Yeah, yeah Daniel. Let me know when you need a beer, bud. I think I'm well, ready. I think it's time for another. Well, <laughs> that's a good thing. Don't want, want, want him. <laughs> what I want to know is uh, uh, what you did this weekend, Big J. <laughs> I loaded up and went down to Tween Falls. Tween Falls? Yeah, so I could do a little birthday party with my, my daughters for their sixth birthday Aww. with my family. So went down there and had some pizza. I told my mom I was coming down. She forgot. So she didn't <laughs> tell my dad. So I pull into my dad's shop. He's feeding his cows. And he gets out and he goes, what the hell are you doing? Like, Well, I'm coming down for the girl's birthday. Like, why didn't you say something? It's like, I told mom. 
Why didn't she say something? That was your like, first mistake. I don't know. She's old and she forgets stuff sometimes. So hey. he was kind of upset about <laughs> upset that I, I resemble came down. that comment. He and was, I am pretty sure that my parents had a booty thing scheduled because they were both a little disappointed that we were there. Damn, dude! <laughs> and they weren't shy about it either. So that was kind of fun can, too. Can, can you guys get a like hotel motel for the night or something? Like, come on. dude, your dad. Gotta see Alice. Dude, he was ready to wreck my mom. And I, <laughs> I showed up. Cuck block. <laughs> Remember me? Your child. Threw two, <laughs> threw two little six-year-old like boner killers at him. When the rooster crows. So it was a bad time to take Viagra. Yeah. I shouldn't have fed the cows afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, so then went down there and hung out with him. And the ex-wife texts me and goes, hey, I have a job interview on Sunday. Suck. And I was like. I don't think that's a thing. I mean, no, but okay. She's like, I might be home late. Well, it turns out she just kind of went on a uh, girl's trip to Utah and for some reason thought it was better to make up a job interview. But she did have a job interview at some point, but not on <laughs> was Sunday. It in Utah? I don't know. I is hope you, not. This is your ex? Yeah. I thought she was already confirmed as a cunt. Well, that's true. It's very true, but... Maybe she's getting, no her, paperwork. getting her doctorate. <laughs> She's going pro. <laughs> Cunt MD <laughs> on Fox this fall. <laughs> oh, right after I'd watch it. <laughs> so, okay. All right. Okay. Kylander, uh, what, did, what did you do this weekend? Aside from the flea market? Oh, was that this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Was okay. it just like a mini mall? No, it was. Um, like I said, they only had half the expo open. So was it, it was... like the flea market and mall routes? Uh, no. There wasn't a psychic lady with three nipples? That was the coolest, though. There was a Definitely psychic not lady, valid. Though. There was a lady reading palms. Oh. Yeah, there was. Yeah, th- that's right. But I- I'd say it was, what, maybe uh, <laughs> like 40, 45 vendors total. Okay. Yeah. See, I yeah. was thinking when you guys went to the antique store. I, I that, was, that was no, uh, a way that, that bigger was, selection. Yeah, I just was, had an awesome thought. I just had an awesome thought. What if there was a prostitute who was also a psychic, but instead of reading palms, she could read the veins on your cock? Where, so, where? Dan, what'd you do this weekend? What? Hey, just imagine the stuff that I actually filter out for you guys. I know. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm worried about what you're actually thinking right now after we comment about how bad that was. I'm thinking about this video no, no, I no, saw no, one no, time. No, 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 no. We're not going to go into that because I don't want to have to do another Randy edit. This Best. is a Randy edit. It's just a scene like, from a Faces of Death. <sighs> I won't talk about it. Dan, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was... <laughs> My weekend was... Apparently Kyle needs Cialis. Yeah, apparently so. Uh, uh, just a little more foreplay will do. Just rub that thing. So, uh, yeah, we did the flea market thing, and um, we're at 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 the uh, homestead. We're watching The Sopranos again. Oh, what season are you on? I'm guessing one. Still one. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, we saw it. Yeah, we saw it when it came out. and. Sick. Um, do you like Big Pussy? I that, do. That's a loaded question. And um, <laughs> sounds I lo- like it's a loaded answer. I love Big Pussy. I like to load on Big Pussy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is a Jared edit. <laughs> <laughs> well, at any rate, there is more humor in that than I remember. 
Oh, yeah. And um, I, I guess The Sopranos have become a big thing again because younger people are watching the prequel with uh, Gandolfini's son. The Many Saints of Newark. Yeah, I couldn't think of it. So, yeah, you... That one. That one. Yeah. Yes, that one. Yep. Yeah, actually, yep. I did I did a rewatch. Uh, a guy that I follow on YouTube, uh, he actually is a huge fan of The Sopranos, and he went to Sopranos Con. Ah. And he actually went to the house that... Uh, did he have a nice day? Yeah. Yeah, Skippy. Oh, okay. uh, and he went to yeah. uh, Tony's house. And like re- redid some of the scenes. He's throwing that phone. <laughs> yeah, where he's in his bathrobe and stuff. So I that got me, and I was like, man, it has been a while since I watched that. And it's one of those shows where it's like so many shows, especially the past like decade or so, have had really crappy endings to the show. And The Sopranos, it might piss you off, but it is a good ending. I've forgotten the ending, which uh, uh, is why, you know. It, well, basically, that, that, it didn't that, have an ending. That, that, there you go. I say, don't ruin it for him. He just said he forgot it. No, no. <laughs> but no, if you're not following the LAB 60, Skippy 62, 62 Able on uh, the YouTubes, go follow him. He's a good dude. Have a good day. Yeah. Have a good day. Mr. Yeah. Kevin Straley himself. He's the man. The myth, the legend, the LAB. Just stop walking on Legos, man. That's I want to know. Okay, hold on. Let's let's go back here a minute. Does any Randy, you, you rewatch a lot of shows. Yeah, I, like I get it. I mean, that's it's a some thing. some more than others, some well, to an unhealthy amount. I, I, well, hold on, but my my point is, I, I hear you say you wa- you rewatch so many shows that I almost feel like you just watch them at a higher speed now to get through them faster. <laughs> Put on one and a half. Yeah, times or like, two or do and you do like I do? Times. You'll you'll turn them on for background noise, times. almost, and you'll just kind of have them on and. I'll do yeah, that a lot. That, I used to do that with The Office all the time. That, I clean my house with The Office I've on. I've done that with King of the Hill for almost 20 years. Futurama. Or there might be... You know, you know, dang old King of the Hill. There might be a show where there's something about the show that I especially like. Like, okay, uh, kind of sappy. And one of my favorite things about Buffy the Vampire Slayer is the relationship between Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Spike the Vampire. They have kind of a will-they-won't-they sexual tension, you know, for about seven seasons. Or six well, seasons. Just uh, the names Buffy and Spike should lead you to think Buffy. something, you know. Yeah. Can I put my Spike in your Buffy? <laughs> uh, but I've I've never seen those, so I was. It just, There's a snake in a yeah. Spike. Ooh. Only in one show that I can think of. Don't do Dan, it, Dan. Did you ever see the show Dark Starts Shadows? Not all. Long time blood. ago. Yeah. It's like that meets <laughs> uh, so Barbie. The, Grassy. God damn it! There's no wonder, a spike. No wonder in a I haven't watched that. And land before yeah. time. Every fucking Facts. episode. <laughs> I used to have a cat named Spiked. <laughs> so there you go. My favorite anime character is Spike Spiegel. <laughs> God, my head is just throbbing right now. It's, I can't take as long it as it's just your head, it's okay. <laughs> what do you call those long, pointy things? <laughs> when I'm done with you, your head won't be the only thing throbbing. Get over here, big boy. Yeah. yeah. But I'm t- <laughs> by the time I'm done with you, the only thing coming out of you, you will be... You making background noise, Jared, for Randy, is, is just awkward as fuck. Like, he's just leaning into it even more so because he hears your background noise get going over, off. Get over here. Let's play tummy sticks. <laughs> Maybe if you guys run fast enough together, you'll smush your bellies together and you'll stick together like a couple of suction cups. No, I'm good, bud. Oh. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Moving on. We're going to move into our hey. segment of try for another. Hey. Nope, we're done. Do you got a hemorrhoid? 
Because if you do, we can back our asses up and they can both tongue Ah, uh, he turned them off. <laughs> I don't care. They can still hear me. And I sound like a whisper when he does that. <laughs> creepier. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna move on. Me okay. sticks. Uh, we're going to get me into our sticks. try for another segment. Uh, we're back at the Buffalo Bob's Wild Meat Sticks. Everybody's, everybody's got a different meat stick to put in their mouth today. Uh, who wants to go first? Kyle, get rid of that thing. I just want to say <laughs> that's distracting mine all is, of us. <laughs> mine is incredibly flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really flaccid. It is a limp son of a bitch. Can you? But it, it is. Uh, uh, it is venison. Can you get beef. a picture of that and just post yeah. it to the Facebook for our listeners? No. Yuck! Just so they see how flaccid it really is. <laughs> mine's strong. Mine still have its vitality. If you guys want to see the flaccid meat stick, uh, now, well, hashtag. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have him hold mine next to his. So you, <laughs> just for example of S- size comparison, the, the the flaccidity of it. <laughs> Wait, oh, hey, uh, Big J, when you when you post that, there we go. Would you do me a favor and hashtag? Flaccid meat stick. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna get after it though. It's venison and beef. Yum. Get after. Watch it. it. Watch it get fact checked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Seems like he likes it. How's the texture? Is it S- soft? Is flaccid? <laughs> now, wait, 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 wait. As it, as it goes into your mouth, is it getting erect? <laughs> okay, so it's like the texture of bologna, but it doesn't taste anything like bologna. It's delicious. Does it taste like venison though? Mm-hmm. Does it? Right. Well, I'm going to go next. I've got beef and buffalo. It's called beefalo. Spirits of my ancestors don't think you should mm-hmm. do that. It's the mild version. Oh, no, that's the... Mm-hmm. And mine was erect. William um, Knifehand. No, not bad. Has anyone else seen uh, Reservation Dogs? No. No? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. I have watched the whole thing Not here. bad. Okay, I'm going to eat my beef and alligator. Beef gator. <clears throat> Tastes cranky because it had so many teeth. It's not chewing the microphone. And no toothbrush. <laughs> All them teeth? There's something wrong with his medulla oblongata. <laughs> uh, I, I detect uh, hints of rosemary. You're the worst. Time. Alfalfa sprouts. <laughs> Time to go to another guy. Jay, stick that stick in your mouth. Yeah, I got I got wild boar and beef barbecue flavor. Wild boar and beef, huh? Sick. It tastes kind of like a fancy hot dog. <laughs> Bet you say that to all the boys. I do. Jeez. But I'm going to eat it all, and I'm going to enjoy it. Big Dan, I have um, I have here in my hand beef and pheasant stick, and pheasant. Not a hint of feathers. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Rip off, get rid of it. <laughs> no, it's it's pretty good. I like this. Now, have you ever had actual pheasant? I have not. Some people like it. I don't. I think it's a gamey, gamey bird. It's mm. a profile picture. Well, this doesn't taste gamey. Brent, what do you got there, bud? So, 
I started eating mine because mine's peppered elk. Oh, that sounds good. It's nice. delicious. It's delightful. Love elk. I, I think Randy's asking for a bite of your meat no, no, stick, no. bud. Want it? No, I'm good. Ow. Can't have any. Tell, no, tell, tell him he can have a bite, but only if he puts the bit end off in his mouth. Sure. Let me baby bird this shit. Come here. <laughs> I don't mind germs. <laughs> okay. COVID, 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 COVID. So overall, I mean, through our last adventure with Buffalo Bob's Meat Sticks, uh, they're available on Amazon.com. They're really good. And uh, we haven't had a bad one. We have not had a bad one. I, I did like the one. alligator. There's one. that I'm, weird ass maple duck one that I'm kind of curious I'm glad about. To hear, I'm glad to hear Buffalo Bob is doing we'll so well, you know, after all the trouble with his brother. <laughs> What's his brother's name? Buffalo Bill. Mm. Would you follow the, me? I'd follow me. Who wants to try the beef and ostrich? Big Kyle does. I'm just going to take a bite of this. Maple duck. Is it is it mapley? Try to pass it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna pass. It's on. very mild. Very mild maple. No, it's really good. It's good, but it's super mild. It doesn't have like. It's not. Oh like God. A, well, it's not like a beef jerky. It's not the. Yeah, it doesn't have the. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. <laughs> it's like a. It's like a. Some kind of. Foul. <laughs> like a quack. Is it like a waterfowl? <laughs> I'm like a waterfowl. I am a horrible person. I just said, no, I'm good. Thank you. Try it, you butthole. Eat it. To. Don't be a loser. Why not? There is just a hint of maple. A very slight hint of maple. It's, it's not a. It's, yeah, it's it, Like I said, though, it's it's super mild. It doesn't have that that kind of bite that most of them have. It's just kind of a nice, nice meat product. <laughs> I enjoy there, a nice meat product. There, there's no log cabin taste about it. It's much more so. Yeah, you should, because I forgot to take it home. Now it's your toothpick. Yeah. Well, you you left it, so it's fair game. Yeah, my bad. I mean, I only use the one corner. I can rip it off. It's I fun. like your style, though. I'm going to go on vacation here. I brought you a souvenir back. It's a piece of paper. It's an advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> of something really cool you could buy. You know, I know gators look so, greasy. I didn't know they tasted their greasy, trash, too. So I brought it home for so you. So they just hung out on the, at the, on the strip at, like, 1 in the morning and got all the call girl cards and been like, I brought you a souvenir, bro. Dude, 1 in the morning. I did that for Trevor when I went to Vegas the last, or, like, years ago. I brought him all the call girl huh? cards back. That's good, though. Yeah. Those dudes are just flicking that shit at like 11 a.m. They're like, who have them? <laughs> yeah. Get girls, girls. And I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Brent, that's, that's not going to. No. What? No. No, you're beating the table with that. Shut up, dildo. <laughs> Next week, for Trevor and other, we're going to, hopefully, if everything works out, have a special guest and try some. Candy from Korea. And I got a whole big fucking box of it. So it's no, going to be it, a hoot and a holler. Is it North Korea or South Korea? Oh, no. North Korea, they don't have food up there. It's <laughs> South Korea. Just checking. <laughs> All they have in North Korea is methamphetamine and marijuana. That is so the dumbest question, and I hear everybody ask it. What? <laughs> like, one time we met a guy from Korea, and he was hanging out, and he was at the bar, and he was with some friends because they all worked together. And, like, my my other buddy's like, oh, you're from Korea, North or South Korea? Like, what the fuck do you think, dude? <laughs> no, there's. I mean, there's people who've gotten out. <laughs> you're not wrong. I know, but 
there's like a the famous chick right now who's like she's been on the Rogan podcast and stuff. Totally. Yeah. So, but it just it seems that, like a dumb question to ask. I yeah, mean, it does. If you cared more to get into any kind of conversation with them, I'm sure you'd figure it out really quick. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure if if you say the number of people coming out of North Korea allows them to get famous because they got out of North Korea. There's like six people. I would I would lie and say it was from North. Just but someone would be like, "Man, I want to buy you a beer," and I'd just be like, "Yeah, it was really bad. There wasn't any food." You'll never understand what I went through. Yeah, me and Kim, Just, we tight. And I think uh, most of the Hell ones that have got out were uh, weren't they like uh, like Olympians who managed to get out for games and stuff and like didn't go back. Well, I don't know. They jumped over the wall. I know they find fishing boats all the time that just kind of run ashore in Japan that have dead bodies in them. Mm. So that's exciting. All right. Yeah. Wait. That was somber. Maybe maybe they died because they were unfaithful. (laughs) I think it was because they were un starving to death and had to try to escape and couldn't get out and wound up on a boat and died in the water. Yeah. Just fact. Y'all's hella specific right now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when when you hear about the shit they do in North Korea where it's like they are... They're basically doing like a very lazy form of genocide right now. Like they're like, we want all of these people to die because we don't want this many people, but we're not going to be proactive and go out and like shoot them all. We're just going to make sure they don't have access to basic medicine or food. Really, it's pretty sad. It's classier that way. Yeah. So hmm. let's. Uh, we're going to bring the topic full circle, and we're going to get into some medical stories. Bum, bum, bum. Medical stories. I didn't mean full circle, because clearly this has nothing to do with North Korea. That was a poor choice of words. How about a 180? There we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to flip-flop. Boom. flippity We're going uh, to do a 100. I call them foot-thongs. We have had... We have had... Uh, we have had Danger Dan on for quite some time now. Three episodes, yeah? yeah. Three? And, uh, Long enough to know better. We, uh, <laughs> we enjoy having him, and uh, we know we don't know much about him. So we're going to give Danger Dan some time tonight to tell us some of his Dan tales. Woo! Nobody? Nobody was going there? <laughs> Man, I thought we, at least one we, person. We wanted to see if you would do it yourself, and you did, so. Yeah. Good job. I'll do what I can. So Woo-hoo. we're going to give the floor to Dan. We're well, all just going to listen to you silently. Yeah. Go, <laughs> Entertain us, Dan. Yeah, well, I, well, I sit here with a, a vague, uh, vacant look on my face. So what would you like to know? Well, let's start with that. Let's st- okay, where are you from originally? Oh. Like he is from Boise. He has always lived here. He has never lived in another state. That was a good tiswet run. Well done, sir. <laughs> um, Dan saw actually, something he shouldn't have seen, and now he's in witness protection. Actually, no, I, I was born in Redlands, California. And I lived in Southern California until I was 60. Did you ever surf? I never surfed. I don't know how to swim. Does he look like a beach boy to you? Not now, but maybe he was back then. You don't know. <laughs> Rude, dude. No, I was not. And, um, no. Sixty. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Dan, you live through the summer me, of love. Come me. on, man. You know what's going to go down eventually. <laughs> My question is, so, okay, is, 
Has California always been shitty? No. No, absolutely not. When I was a kid, it was a nice place. Mm-hmm. Very much like here. People didn't lock their doors. Um, it was it was friendly, and people were friendly, and now it has just gone completely south. Understandable. Yeah. Understand. So you lived there till you were 60. Yes. And how long have you been here? Seven years. Do some quick math on that. <laughs> So you 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 uh, were born in Redlands, and then you said you where did you live in Southern California for all that time? Um, Redlands and Ment. I grew up in Mentone, which is kind of like the the uh, poor rural part of Redlands. And then I uh, lived in Hesperia for a while, and I lived in Riverside, where I came from. Oh, okay. I actually I have spent some time in around Riverside a little bit because I had uh, cousins who lived there. Mm. Do they still live there? No, they're in Oregon now. Well, not much. that better. may be better. It may not, depending on what part of Oregon. But California, unfortunately, has had um, years of bad political ideas, and it's become kind of repressive. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, though, during Snowmageddon, I had uh, I had frozen condensation on my mustache while I was out shoveling snow, and I went inside and looked on Facebook, and here were these a holes uh, in shorts and t-shirts grilling hamburgers. It was it was a little disturbing. So, yeah. when that went down, did you have a single thought about moving back? No, no, no. <laughs> I will deal with deadly snow. You know, I don't care. Yeah. If, if I had a, if I could have a choice of a place and time to live, uh, it would have been actually the Bay Area, or San Francisco specifically, before like 1970 or Dude, in the 70s. San Francisco is an amazing, awesome, historical, beautiful, right? Shit-covered, piss-smelling, homeless <laughs> hellhole. Right. Like, I, I've never been Thank to a city where I was just like, correct. And, like they re- and they really take pride in that place. If they could just flush the toilet of San Francisco and wash all this shit away, and I don't mean that as people. I, I understand shit happens. You wind up in a bad situation. No, we're talking about but, literal shit. But it's 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 a it's a beautiful hellhole. It really is. It's a super super amazing awesome city that history. they have absolutely destroyed through their open mindedness. <clears throat> Well put. If you ever watch, if <laughs> you was really well put. Like if you ever watch two films to get a sense of what San Francisco used to be like, watch like The Towering Inferno and Bullet. Both are two great films that show San Francisco back in the seventies when it was like the, like the architecture was amazing. The buildings they were putting up were crazy, uh, and like any of the Dirty Harry films. No, it's so, just it's a it's a cool place, and I I. We went out to Alcatraz when we were over there, and you look back at the city from the island. It's rad. And it is, it looks fake. It looks like a painting. It's just this amazing, picturesque, beautiful scene. You got the Golden Gate Bridge over here, the streets that basically go straight up fucking hill over here, and then you go over there and you're like, oh, that's poop. <laughs> is that yeah. a needle? 
Do you, yeah. Is that a needle poop? in the poop? Wait, wait, Who's wait. eating the needles? You, you mean to tell me that Full House is not depicting San Francisco in the appropriate light? Well, it's a rare tradition these day and age to read any good news in the newspaper page. And, <laughs> and then also you know. the, the new series of Full House, Fuller House, where someone knocks on the front door and they go, it's always open. Is that a thing down there? I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think it would be either. <laughs> it's one of those like, just a second, click, 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 snap, click, 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 beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, so beep. There, then you a, open the door. There's a map where you can actually see all the geotags for all the calls of public urination and defecation. Gross. And you basically look at it, and it looks like a pin cushion, where it is just hundreds upon hundreds. I wonder how many people have been uh, shitting and pissing on the streets here. All right, shit, piss. Zach can tell you. All right, well. (laughs) When you went down there with Katie? It was pretty bad. You could smell it just walking on the street, couldn't you? Oh, yeah. Katie gets out, gets off the bus, and goes, "Look at this beautiful San Francisco. It smells like piss down here." <laughs> I I Yuck. literally did that actually. So it's so wonderful because I know how she's all flower childy when she we, travels. Hold on, we got to the airport. We get on the train to leave, and uh, so the the train from the airport takes you to the BART, the Bay Area Rail Transit. So we get on that, and it takes us downtown, like, close to our hotel, and then we're going to get off at a stop and just walk. The minute we got off the BART, and we're in this, like, subway tunnel, right? I literally get off the train and go, it fucking smells like urine. What the fuck? It really smells like urine. I imagine it smells like the bathrooms at Charlie Brown's. (laughs) When, when, When we went down there... We're cruising around. We took one of the shuttles from the airport, so they had to make stops at two or three hotels on the way to ours. And we're cruising down the streets, and I see this dude walking down the street all weird and wonky. I'm like, dude, why is that guy walking so weird? He's wearing fucking ski boots. Sick. Walking down the sidewalk. <laughs> like, well, that's bizarre. And, you know, make a couple more corners and a couple more turns, and we see this van with the back doors open. And it's the coroner, and they're just stacking bodies in the back of this van. Like, I think we guessed wrong on where to go on vacation. These This place is, is hellhole. <laughs> is it just like a basically, it's like a, they took a picture of it and be like, where's Waldo? <laughs> just some <laughs> random people doing shit. Guy holding an axe. Like, people Why? who live there must cry with joy when it rains. So That's going to smell good for two days. Well, so, okay, so where our hotel was, and I, I wish I could remember the name of the hotel, but you literally leave the front of it, and you're like, oh, man, it's not bad. You know, you come out, you go either way, and you go to the, the corner on either side because the hotel basically takes up the whole block. As soon as you turn right here or you turn left here, it is just hundreds of homeless people. Tents. I mean, there's guys, every morning there's people out hosing down the sidewalks because people shit. And they just take it. Because they have no choice. Yep, they just take. I mean, they've got they've got buses that pull up that give them showers, let them do laundry, medical care. Like they have portable everything for them. We stayed at a place called the Admiral, and it was in the old cannery building down on the wharf. Mm-hmm. And it was a beautiful Sa- hotel, super cool place. Like you said, though, you go down an alley and you go, uh uh-uh, uh, what am I doing? Uh uh-uh, uh, there's five hundred people in that alley. Turn Why are there five hundred people in that alley? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it is it is an interesting city. But I did have the Chopino there. Oh, and nice. Hachi uh, Machi, that is some good shit. I love Chopino. Chopino is amazing. It's just basically like a red seafood chowder. 
is yeah. kind of the closest thing I'd call tomato just... and fennel based. Dude, it is good. We need to seafood make seafood chowder, and it's it it comes from well from Fisherman's Wharf, like, and it's basically all the fishermen. It's like uh, all their scraps. Yeah, leftover so, soup, basically. It, yeah, so it's awesome because like actually you'll see it at a lot of like higher end restaurants too, because not necessarily seafood restaurants, but like any restaurant that serves some seafood. Because you know, we used to do it where I used to work, and you'd have, like, you'd just, like, oh, I got, like, extra clams. I got some, like, like when I was flaying the salmon, I've got some, like, cuts from that and, like, some shrimp. And, like, you just throw, throw in whatever. Crab leg. Crab leg yeah, like not? hobo stew. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't, like, there's no necessarily, like, bread. you don't know what you're going to get in your chipino. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something different each each place you go. So, Dan, during your stint in... Azkaban, I mean California. Uh, did you ever make your way up to the old Haight Ashbury during the summer of love? No, I did not. Uh, I it. I made it there in about seventy four, and um, the the deal had pretty much gone down by then. You you have to understand that from my perspective, the whole hippie thing was more of a towards the middle middle class than where I was because I was kind of like the lower middle class. Mm-hmm. So the hippie thing was kind of for not me. For, um, the, for the rich kids who didn't want to follow their parents' rules? Yeah, the rich kids who thought it was uh, who thought it was cool to wear, wear uh, jeans with holes in them. I mean, they do that now too, but it's like... It's all full circle. It's, it's like, at the time, it's like, hey, that's kind of not funny. And... Uh, I recall one time that... He's like, I have holes in my jeans, too. Yeah. Because I had to wear them to work. So, um, and th- there was a fellow that... And this is just how it kind of went. There was a fellow that thought it would be a good way to demonstrate um, uh, his his lack of participation in the capitalist culture by giving away $1 bills to people. Um, and it's like, well, I'll take them says, no, no, I'm making a statement. I said, no, 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 I'll take them. I'll, I'll take all of them. And uh, he didn't... <laughs> just got completely derailed. Um, <laughs> uh, he, didn't, he didn't understand it, and I understood it, and it was just a different culture thing. It was just different... You know, I was kind of like the poor kids from the wrong side of the tracks, kind of. So did you get all the hundred dollar bills? Uh, no, they were one dollar bills, and no, oh. I, I only got two of them. Oh, and again, the, the whole thing so became rather disturbing, and so he just kind of took them and drifted. So you know, did now when you got them two dollars, did you head over to the soda shop? I did not head over <laughs> to the soda shop. I probably, I probably uh, put those two dollars uh, towards something. Illegal. I was going to say illicit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, because, you know. No judgment here, bud. Yeah, no well, judgment. I know, but it was. I mean, it was a summer of love, man. Yeah. Or after, but whatever. Or after, yeah. What did you say, 74 when you got there? Uh, to San Francisco, yeah. You pretty much like Charlie Manson, that thing, where it's like Charlie Manson was in San Francisco, but didn't show up until after the whole peace and love thing. But yeah. So are you comparing Dan to Charlie Manson? Absolutely. fucking Lulu. <laughs> Thank you. You are a helter skelter. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, uh, all right. Well, we've got kind of your backstory. And uh, seven years ago, you decide I'm done with California. No, 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 no. No. No, I decided 20 years before I was done with California. Okay. 
But what happens is you got kids in school and you got parents and you got in-laws who are getting old and sick and then you got well just a couple more years till the kids graduate and so um the first time i could get out i got out and we came here and we were here for a day and i said this is the place and here we are what uh, mm-hmm. what drew you to this place i did a lot of searching on um forget that website but um was it was it google no not google i, I don't trust google <laughs> oh dude i don't use google so it's basically us tennessee or texas no it was it was us oklahoma new mexico and um arizona arizona kind of but arizona's kind of a mixed bag mm. yeah you know just really not colorado there. not colorado no montana Montana. Yeah, Montana. Peter Montana. Never, never been there, but Just naming states now. Yeah, there, there are parts of Oklahoma that are very nice. I would but like they to visit got the Montana tornado and Wyoming. And Wyoming, a uh, lot of scrub brush and a lot of wind and a lot of sand. I, ju- I just know that apparently the population is both low for those places, and that's very appealing to me. That I can, I can understand the appeal, and let me assure you that in the seven years I've been here. This sucker's boomed. Oh, oh trust me. It, oh, yeah. yeah. It's gone nuts. Because I, I remember I when I got noticed. here, my feeling like um, my feeling was like, now that I'm here, I want to slam the door shut behind me. Mm. Should have done it. Wish, you, um, wish you had. Well, yeah, like, have you ever seen, had. You've seen the movie Bronco Billy, Clint Eastwood? Yeah. That one was filmed here. That was Yes, it was. Yeah, and it, it's crazy in the... The Hungry Onions in that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I lived down the street from the Hungry Onion my whole life. Uh, and I'm th- I'm 38 now. I remember being like a six year old kid where you could be driving. Yeah, yeah. Belated birthday. It looked just just like that back in in those days. Well, yeah, because you could they, nothing. Everything was the same. The... You, you could drive down Fairview and you could pass Albertsons right there on Meridian Road and Fairview mm-hmm. and not see anything until you hit like the Kmart there. That's back like... when Meridian wasn't two one ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kmart. That's an old sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go for the blue light special? <laughs> oh yeah, I used to always grab the little, little like three dollar pair of shoes. You know what store had the best toys was fucking Woolworths. Anybody? Nobody. Woolworths was amazing. Do you remember the Blue Lake Small in Twin Falls? I remember Kings having. There was always toys. Kings. Kings dude. had the basement that was the yeah. toy store yep. in Twin, and yeah. and down there they yeah, had an entire se- the same way. They had an entire section in the back. All the all the kings of the of the way. toy store Weird basement that was all Ertel farm toys and my brother and I would we'd go there and go downstairs and beg our mom to buy us a tractor and she usually would and it was a good time. Did <laughs> what was that back in the days when they called them five and dimes? Ah, I don't know. Yeah. It's probably before your time. But it was just called King's Department Store and oh. it was just this weird. It was like a smaller chain. Yeah, man, it was like a. I don't even know how to describe it. There was a Kings in Charleston, though. It, it was a yeah. D&B in the top I almost and went in, a Toys R Us on the bottom. We used to have an arcade right yeah. by where the coffee shop is, right next to uh, where uh, the press room and Come all on, that man, stuff spit was. spit it out, bud. Eat a dick. I got it out before you even finished <laughs> yeah. your this, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I love that arcade. Okay. So, what, uh, what, was, your, what was your career path? Dan. Um, I graduated from RN school in when I was 32. And before that, I'd done a number of things. 
with limited success. And uh, I work in mental health uh, down there, of course, uh, as an RN for... I bet that kept you busy. Yeah. If there's a good place to work in mental health, it's California. Well, you know, the, the thing is about mental health is everybody's got a little bit of mental illness. No. A hundred percent. Some people some people are pegged, you know, and they've, they're bent the needle and they turn it up to 11. But, but everybody's got a little bit. Luckily, I've never been pegged. Oh, now we're not talking about... Sexual I, I think I think Marcus Parks from last podcast on the left always puts it best when he talks about mental illness, where it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing wrong with having an issue. Just take care of yourself. You know, yeah. people in the room that we love and care about have struggled lately and, and noticeably much, much better over the last month. Mm-hmm. Like, legit. And we're super, super happy that that's happened like most of us it takes a little bit it takes a little bit to to do that stuff and part of it is just going hey something ain't fucking jiving i gotta figure out what's going on with me you know it's gonna be really sad zach when your face takes the place of gabby petito's i'm just gonna say it well i just know that (laughs) whoa my buddy dog the bounty hunter will find randy's gonna peel you like a freaking (laughs) banana and wear you skin like an egger suit an egg or yeah, <laughs> sugar water. More We've never sh- met, but I consider him a friend. More sugar, <laughs> Dwayne. I would call him Dwayne. Yeah. Well, it's it's it's, it's yeah, because Dwayne Chapman, if you're listening, the Dwayne uh, Dwayneathy. Can I call you Dwayneathy? <laughs> about Dana? Does that sit well? <laughs> I, well, all I did is I basically just uh, I was like, okay. I mean, I bet, we weren't calling bet, you out specifically. Well, no, but it's like I, you know, I've talked about that stuff before on the podcast. It's like you know. I I had kind of went as far as I could with just, you know, okay, well, I'll take these drugs, and these drugs are supposed to make me feel better, and it's, okay, they made me feel better in one way, but I still don't feel like myself. I still feel like a little 14-year-old girl who got broken up with, and now I'm dyeing my hair black and, like, listening to sad music and not leaving my room. And changing and I, your name to Pixie. Yeah, and I'm just, like, I, I, I feel like the kind of person where it's, like, I was never like this. I was the always kind of person, like, you'd knock me down, I'm going to get back up, and I'm not even going to look at you. I'm just going to keep on moving. But you're and, never going to keep me down, huh? Yeah, and the, right? pa- and the past year and a half. You're going to keep me down. tub thumping. And the past year and a half, my brain he has been like, I down. never, wa- I don't even want to be part of this world. He got up again. You know, I felt like Frederick Nietzsche, like everything's just, it's rainy days all the time. And I just. Hey, you're kind of a dark, sad sack of shit there for a bit. It was oh, a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like, and part of the reason is like, I didn't, I didn't make myself available to people is like, like I knew I was a miserable prick. And I'm just like, and it's like, I know people don't understand. So I'm like. I'm just not gonna. I'm just not gonna make people suffer through it most of the time. Hey guys, I brought my wet blanket. Are you ready yeah. to have some fun? <laughs> Damn it! And it's like I basically took like the Jordan Peterson approach, where he's like, "Clean your room," and I'm just like, "All right, I'm just gonna control the controllables, the stuff in my life that I can actually like, you know, have a part in." So I was like, "Okay, what are the things that I do that probably aren't good for me?" Well, ever since I started getting the panic attacks, I stopped going to the gym and I stopped working out, uh, and I. I'm addicted to porn, which isn't good for people. And I'm like, and then I did this research, like I showed that, you know, testosterone would have a big part of that. And I do have low, low testosterone. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to get back in the gym. I'm going to work out. I'm going to join martial arts gym and I'm going to stop masturbating. 
what do you know? My mood improved and my health is on the upswing. I'm not having headaches anymore, so. You know what? Just feel the rain on your skin because no one else can feel you it know, for you. I went outside and I touched grass. And you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Only you can let it in. Hey, at least I have an excuse for being a miserable prick. No, listen. Listen. You guys can vouch. I used to get I used to get mad. I used to get I was hot headed, man. I was a hot blooded person. And uh I can't you know, see you as a hot head. Oh it, it was it was a hot head, bud. Oh, and, man, uh, if you were a hot head now, you would not like me because I would just give you all the shit. I, and uh so it's funny she because I, I was. Well, you weren't? I was a hot head. And uh I used to get mad all the time. Stressed out, just that's hot. He's, He's a hot head. See? Throw some beer on it. Well, okay, okay. I, <laughs> I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't normally see that since I was I was your I was your safe space, but yeah, sure. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you dragging anyone else to Mountain Home to uh, install outlets with you. It was Twin Falls. Oh yeah, sorry. It was just and it a little outlets. outside of Mountain Homes. It was, no, it was a little outside of Boise. That was probably the best. I go, hey Randy, I gotta go do this thing for work. You want to go with me? He's like, oh yeah, sure. Where are we going? I was like, oh, just a little outside of Boise. We get. Mountain home. He's like, Where are we going? I was like, Ah, oh, just a little bit more, dude. <laughs> took him to Next Twin you Falls. Know we're in Jerome. Where the no, fuck are we going? He went to Twin Falls and he was like, The fuck, bud. Muscle, we just got to hang these few grills, man. It's gonna be quick. <laughs> Should have just went to Jackpot when you were done. <laughs> now, well. now, here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. Like, this was in our 20s. We're both like, He, he wasn't like 1920s. His fat. Yeah, there was no booze, man. It was rough. <laughs> oh, there was booze. It was no booze. All the hot chicks had to sit at the back of the bus. It was bad. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I started, you know, looking at my mental health and my mental awareness, and uh, I got on some meds, and it made a big difference. Big difference. It's funny because at work, guys get mad, and they're all, oh, I just can't deal with it. I'm like, I take pills for that. They're all, what? And I was like, yeah, man. You should take some pills. Make you feel all better. They just kind of look at me. Where's that? Drugs are cool, man. <laughs> and that was pharmaceuticals are cool. And that pharmaceuticals. Was, that was part of my cool, frustration man. is because uh, Zach's taking the exact same stuff that I was taking, and he was having a different experience to me because for him it was like it took care of all of his problems. For me, it was it was only fighting the symptoms of what the real problem was. So. So, let's uh, we're gonna circle back to uh, feel the rain on your skin. No one else can feel the fall. We're gonna circle back to Danica Patrick over here and get some tales. Are you done? Are we done? I'm done. So when Sorry. you got when you look, man, a... I don't want to have to get hot headed right now. Well, cool your shit. <laughs> okay, easy hot rod. Yeah. Yeah, cool it down, hot rod. <laughs> Popping wheelies in your conversation. Thinking so, I didn't see that. When you passed nursing school, you said at 32. Where'd you go yeah. to school? Did you UCLA, San Bernardino Valley College? Oh, okay. It was a it was a four year S- associate degree. SBVC. Yes. And you after that you started immediately in the mental health section of yes. Through a, a weird series of. Reasons, because I was going to work, uh, do medical punishment for a while, but I went straight to mental health. What medical is, punishment? What is medical punishment? Well, the, 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 <laughs> the, the wisdom at the time well, was you need to work, 
you need to work a couple years on a medical floor, which is just like. You fucking want one? <laughs> oh, is that is that almost kind of like a residency for I'm the nurse here doctors? to deliver your beating. It's kind of like, well, once you've worked there, then then you can go on to other things. And and I get it because by the time I was done, I'd worked mental health so long that I I was pretty much cul-de-sac. So I mean, it's like I wasn't going to go anywhere else. I'd have to relearn everything. Everything, yeah. It's it's a. It's a specialty because, you know, nurses, you go to school so you can pass boards, you know, state boards, and then you get out and learn how to do your job, basically, is how it works. Hey, guys, I know you're having your little Kyle Jared moment here, but Dan's over here telling us a compassionate story about his life. And I am listening. Well, I don't know if you were, because it looks like you guys were going to make it. It hasn't even no. gotten compassionate yet. I just... <laughs> Just telling tales. Playing with these little gummy savers. <laughs> Tugging on them like a little leather donut. <laughs> trying to put that around your cock and call it a cock ring. I put it on my tongue and then I blew it open with my so, massive tongue. Something flavorful for her. To me and you so, later. So you said you were going to do medical punishment, but you ended up not doing it, so you didn't have yeah, to do those? Yeah, well, that's because the the whole system was changing then, and I watched. I, I, was, I was there to... St- I, I worked in a hospital before I was a nurse. And I watched to see how the whole system was was changing, and I just I just couldn't see doing that because I watched like nurses hang blood on you know a, a blood transfusion on somebody, mm-hmm. and they couldn't even they were too busy they couldn't even look at them for an hour, and that person could have died. And I remember one nurse uh, coming to me in a panic, knowing that I was like in nursing school. Could you go take a look at Mister So and So? I haven't been able to look at him because blah blah blah. I said, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go look. But I, I thought, I don't want to lose my license before I get it. So, <laughs> so I ended up uh, in mental health, and it worked out well. I mean, it, not everybody can do it. And to be real honest, I feel like it's kind of a gift from God that sometimes feels like a curse. Yeah. Because the people that you see in the hospital are not like the, the walking wounded who most of us are. But, I mean, these are really sick people. Uh, really sick people, yeah. yeah. So, in all those years, so, I mean, if we do the math here, it was uh, 28 years in mental health. Yeah, basically. 30 Roughly. just is shorthand, but yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the craziest? Well, before you, before you ask that, I was just kind of curious, like, as a mental health nurse specifically, because... Uh, my experience with like mental health patients was uh, prisoners we had at the South Boise Complex that are in like the mental health unit. SBC. Uh, and I'm just curious what like yeah. for someone like you were it was uh, not like criminally insane, but you were in a hospital with uh, mental health. What was like the the daily grind like for you? Like what was your responsibilities as a mental health nurse? Well, uh, first of all, uh, you know, in, in that amount of time, you you kind of move around different places. And I started off at a, a Catholic hospital that had adults and adolescents on the same unit. I bet and, that was rough. Uh, it was. Um, Johnny, put your crayons down. And then, then I went and, and worked at a state mental hospital. That joke felt. Bad. I worked with uh, rapists and child molesters. They were sex offenders. Because at that time, you know, it was a legal thing, and 
certain people that came into the system at a certain time, if they got revoked, they'd go back in. I, I lasted for uh, almost two years, and I decided that it was having a bad effect on me, and I needed to find another job. Mentally? Mentally. It was the rapists and the child molesters were rough. I, I'm sure. And that because they, at first glance, they don't look any different than any of us. But when you start talking to them, it's just something is very wrong. You just see that darkness behind their eyes. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. Now, that's a long story and too long for here and too sordid. Um, and then probably the most lively part is I worked at the Riverside County Psychiatric Emergency Room. It was like emergency room for psychiatric patients for six years, seven years. Um. And that was kind of interesting. So that would be, would that be where they'd like the police would take people for like fifty one fifties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fifty one fifties a California term for uh, involuntary seventy two hour hold. Okay, yeah. and uh, up to seventy two hours. Ooh, it's crisp. <laughs> and that's where they've they've done something or experienced something where they believe there's a possibility that something mentally wrong, and they're basically there to get. Uh, like a diagnosis of what might be now, causing it. Did did a lot of those fifty one fifties? Just to clarify that for everybody, that's a California term. No, is it Welfare know. and Institutions Code fifty one fifty? Yeah, well, it's, it's a what code? Welfare and Institutions Code, oh. California Code. Some people call it five one five zero. Oh, there's a song about that. Yes, there is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so. With that being said, did, I mean, did, did a lot of them come in? Were they on drugs? A lot of them. Uh, there was a, a really bad meth problem then. I'm sure there still is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. That, um, honestly, the meth's gotten really bad. Yeah. It, it's it, not. It was, it was a bad I can't thing. find good stuff anymore. If you guys know where to find good stuff, we was, let you know. <laughs> I'm sure you had frequent flyers where, you know, you'd see Brent every three months was... Was it hard to see somebody just slowly spiraling downhill I don't have a problem. that that wouldn't <laughs> try to help themselves? They'd just be like, oh, fuck it, it, this is who me. I am." Well, uh, well, for, uh, let me let me <laughs> run back because because there was an adolescent that I dealt with. Um, he was an adolescent, and 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 he was he was so violent that the medication back then that you gave. Um, what was very sedating. Was and it diazepam? It was, um, Lithium. Thorazine. Ooh, Thorazine. Ooh, numb, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, th- this guy, you know, I was there trying to keep him from hitting other people and hitting the old people. And and so they have what's called a PRN medication, which is short for Latin for prorenata, which is as you see fit, basically. Mm-hmm. And and I, I loaded him up. And I'd check on him every once so often, and he did this really slow swing. Fuck you! I said, "I'll be right back." <laughs> so uh, he came back. He's still punching five minutes later. <laughs> so, so I came back and I, I loaded him up again. And then the next time I looked at him, he was like lying with his head on his side, drooling all down his front. I thought, "Oh God, I killed this guy." I mean, I it was. I thought I've killed him because you know you could do that with those drugs then. And I right. thought, well, to make a long story short, fast forward the thing twenty five years, twenty four or something like that, and the last place I worked, there he was as an adult. 
the Dang. last place in California. In California, wow. yeah. And so, I mean, these are so much of mental health is is really sad because these are people who are out of control and their judgment is bad and it's human nature you get on medication you start to feel good everything cool, everything's it. cool you stop taking it in and out through the system and it's it's human nature asthmatics do it except usually once you can't breathe it kind of you know inspires you to not do that again yeah <laughs> But um, but it's human nature, and it's a yeah. I saw that, and it's it's a sad thing. I mean, really, the the tales are sad. They're frustrating. Most of the time, the people don't want to be there. They're not really mad at you personally, but they're mad at the system. You're part of the system. So, in all these years that you were in mental health, I'm sure you saw a progression of of technology and mental health and the science behind medicine and mental health and diagnosis and mental health, because a lot of, a lot of mental health was went awry because it was undiagnosed or untreatable at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Now I know a lot of that was prior to you being born. Um, yeah, I'm not, not calling your age out here, but call it all you want. But, uh, you know, there was, I mean, mental health has been a problem for a lot of millennia. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, but I feel like over the last probably 40 years, there's been a huge leap in in discovery of mental health diagnosis and treatments for that. And I mean, you had to be a part of that and kind of see the difference from when you first started to when you left. Well, the, the thing is, I'm sure, has everybody seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah. yeah. It's not like that. Um I saw some people who were older when I was starting who had lobotomies. Um, but that was an old thing. That was like 40s. Um, even the drugs that were used when I started, they were, they didn't use them as much towards the end, like that Thorazine. I said, you, you could kill somebody with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I saw, um, if you saw... One flew over the cuckoo's nest. You saw ECT, electroconvulsive therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it done too, but it's much more humane because it was under it was under general anesthesia. So instead of somebody thrashing around, they'd have a EEG so you could see the brain waves going like a seizure, but the body, all you could see was a toe maybe moving a little bit. So it's much more humane, and it was only used. Uh, were what they called intractable depression at the time. And it was done in like a surgical suite. And right. it was, um, and it worked, frankly. Uh, there was problems with memory loss. But these were people who, who all medication was just not working. And what was the, like, the science behind that? Was it like, like somehow it set them back, like, to homeostasis, where they were just, like, functioning on an even keel? No, the science was that they found that people... Uh, it started with they found that people that had seizures would get over being depressed and would get over even, in some cases, milder f- forms of schizophrenia for a while. Mm-hmm. And so they thought, well, and then they'd try that. They tried to, they used to put people in ice baths. They'd strap them down and they'd put them in these big, like, like uh, they look like horse horse watering tanks. So, you know, yeah, those horse kind of oval things. And they'd put, like, put them in ice water, which is brutal. Um, and then they did, um, 
insulin uh, would cause seizures as well, which is, of course, really dangerous because you can kill somebody. But um, And that, that actually worked because uh, mental health treatment had gone, uh, gotten quite a bit improved. And it's still a little bit of an art. It's not... You know, it's not like, well, this person's depressed, so we'll draw blood from them and get like a depression blood level, and therefore we'll judge this depression blood level and we'll give them this dose of medication. It, it's it's as much of an art and a guesstimate. Well, the brain's still such an untapped organ that nobody still knows how the brain really works. They're working on it. I know they're working on it, but... No, um, nobody... You know, it's it's still... I mean, honestly, the person that's probably the closest, and you guys might debate this, but is Elon Musk. But I mean, not necessarily him, but he funded a uh, project that he's he's pretty proud of called Neuralink, and it's a chip in the brain, and they they surgically put this chip. It's about a, the size of a nickel uh, in your in your skull, and then it's got little wires that come down, and and they have these microscopic robots that will go down and attach wires to very specific nerve endings and basically take over control for those. So, you know, they've seen uh, not, not, I mean, they haven't done human trials yet that I've seen, but they're wanting to do it to like a hundred people to see if they can create a hive mind. Well, what they're really expecting, that's how you create the board. Skynet's happening, man. What they're really thinking is, uh, dude, I don't care if we create the Borg. If I get seven of nine, I'm down. Deaf people will be able to hear again. Uh, quadriplegics will have full movement of arms and legs. Blind people will be able to see. I mean, just a lot. That's that's what led me into looking at it. So it's like Uh, that Fox show Mantis from the 90s. It really is an interesting, and if you ever get a chance, do some research on it, because it really is an interesting uh, read. I I have read some on this, and it's it's one of those things that has high potential. And high risk. And high risk, because... Because who knows what they're putting into your brain. It'll be like biomechanical stem cells, basically, right? But I can tell you this, as, as a person... That's lived with with low vision my entire life, right? Like I, I personally try not to let it slow me down. I know it does, but I don't let it really affect me as much as I, I probably should. Not should, but could. Um, you know, I I I don't know. Like I've always explained, I don't know what it's like to see normal. For me, normal is what I see, right? People always ask me, well, "What can you see?" And I, I well, I can see what I can see. Just well, the normal what can, amount. What can but. you see? But, um, you know, you guys have seen me look at my phone. I look at my phone close. To me, like, you know, and it's funny because I don't even notice it until I see myself in, like, a picture that somebody's taken. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, I'm right here at my face. And I'm like, fuck, it didn't even feel like it was that close to me. It really doesn't. But it's one of those odd things. As a person that's lived with that my whole life, I think I would probably take the chance just for that chance to see... 100%. 100%. So, He's so disappointed in what we all look like. <laughs> this, yeah, yeah. You guys are ugly. Hey, so my, my question Wait, is this. my friends get fucked. This Neuralink <laughs> stuff, will it be able to do anything about your face? Yeah. It's going to rearrange all the so, muscles. So, well, now, wait a minute. There, there's, there's a lot of reasons for vision problems. And I think, as I said last week, I had a cornea transplant in one eye. So mine is optic nerve damage okay all right and 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 there has been treatments 
with success overseas with stem cells, mm-hmm. uh, mainly in Germany, Bangkok, and I uh, think there's in India. Uh-huh. Um, sure, there's someone in Mexico that would do it for like 20 bucks. <laughs> but uh, it hasn't been FDA approved. There, There is a, uh, and actually it's funny because I just heard this on, I was listening to a Dateline podcast. What, you Dateline? No way. And it just so happened that this gentleman that was attacked in this podcast or in this in Dateline story had been shot in both of his eyes and, and lost one eye completely. But the other one, he still had the eye. It looked normal, but it had damaged the optic nerve. He got shot in the eye yeah. twice? <clears throat> yeah. His son actually paid somebody to... Bang, yeah. bang. That's, that's what it was, basically. Cool. Um, so he had uh, found out about this this uh, medical center in uh, Boston, Shapen, Shapen Medical Center or something like that, that's part of the Harvard University Medical whatever and and they've actually their main focus is eyes and ears and they've been working on the optic nerve regeneration for several years decades now and it just can't you know they're not getting it approved in the states so there there is the potential out there someday but it just hasn't happened yet well nerve regeneration is a is a much different deal than than implanting things in your brain and that that like one I said, I mean, I get it. Kind of makes it. my butt pucker a little bit, frankly. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, if I, I get that thing put in my head and I can pick up a book and I'm like, all right, I just memorized the dictionary, uh, I will give Randy a run for his money now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can you imagine if we get to see Zach in one of those videos where, like, someone gives the colorblind person, like, one of those. I'm not colorblind. <laughs> no, like but I'm saying like someone, you know, like the little kid with the glasses. Yeah, never seen or like before, they're like, huh? you see the oh, video dude. where a kid have gets... kids. You watch those videos oh, as a dude. parent, it's you heart... weep like a child. Oh yeah, it's heart. It is awful. Just... Like I hear the one. The, there's one where like a kid gets his first hearing aid and his mom is singing and they turn it on and she's still singing and he's like, and he just looks so happy to hear his mom's voice and I'm just like, listen, stop. There's those there's another onions. one where they put a pair of Big thick glasses on little baby Zach, basically. Yeah, so, I'm and that you. kid looks at his mom and just this like the little kid just and just starts bawling, and I'm just like throwing my phone across my living room, going, "I'm not crying. There's something <laughs> so, wrong with the air in here." So I've <laughs> seen that mad. same video. Now the funny thing is, I had glasses just like that. My mom I've still has them. them. <laughs> I mean, they were like tiny. I wore. I've been wearing glasses since I was like six months old, guys. I'm going to post that picture to the Facebook group. <laughs> and, we had, we had to had, shut the curtains because the sun hit at the glasses and burned a hole through the floor. Uh, that is not, listen, they, it's very possible, Zachary. <laughs> no, no she, they were she, fucked she, up she before. She saved the glasses with his little hot pepper jacket that he wore to kindergarten. I, I used to have an eye patch because they made me wear an eye patch on my good eye so that my bad eye would try and get stronger. All sorts of stuff. And yes, my eye patch had a rainbow on it. That's awesome. That was back when rainbows were cool as fuck. Dude, you were woke before woke was woke, dog. (laughs) Captain Rainbow Beard. (laughs) So I'm just saying, like, for me as a person, you know, where where everything – I mean, I have – I mean, when I was in high school, they were like, we want to – I mean, they wanted to put me in special ed, right? Like, they did not want to put me in regular classes, and they wanted me to use these large print books. Now, you guys go to the library. You've seen a large print book, right? It looks like a normal size book, just with big letters. Oh, no, no, it's not a giant no, no. book. In, in <laughs> textbooks, the book is like this, and it, when you open it, it's the size of your desk. Oh, and, Jesus. and it cut like a math book, it's volumes. 
So there's like nine books to make so, up your math book, right? Solve for X. Yeah. It's just a whole book. Wouldn't that be I awesome if like fuck. four? I just X. flat out told him, I'm like, I'm not. I'm not using that. But I'm not going to carry these books around. Are you kidding? I mean, but can you imagine if you I had to do like a five-page essay? You only have to write ten words. Can I get a handcart? <laughs> I'll do it a, if you give me a handcart. Just give me a wagon or some shit to all these fuckers. Can I get like a radio flyer wagon? <laughs> it was these. Around. It was That's these the motherfuckers deal. that got the backpacks banned. <laughs> it, it motherfucker didn't even fit in a backpack, bud. Yeah, that's, no, what that's what I'm saying. saying. Yeah, yeah. I know, dude. He had to bring a forklift with him everywhere he <laughs> yeah, went. Yeah, dude. You look Can like I that? just drive like like <laughs> like at least one of those things that they have in the grocery stores? Those crown machines that you can fucking. It's like so, a forklift. So, so now all I'm saying now, is now wait a minute. So how how are you coping now? Uh, how are you coping now? How are you how are you getting I, around this? Alcohol. So I have contact sonar contacts, but it Boom. still only brings my vision to a certain level. Twenty eighty and twenty one. What, what is believe, your right? vision? Do you no, know? It's twenty sixty. 2100 with contacts without contacts this is 20 2200 and this one's 2400 oh my god shit now i don't know if you guys know the 2020 method or what it really means what you see bit. at that distance is what everyone else sees at 20 so, so feet so what no so if yards. i'm 2400 in this eye what you can see at 400 feet away i have to be 20 feet away from to see it whoa yeah that just to, to put it in perspective, right? So in this eye, what you guys can see at 60 feet away with my contact lens, I have to be 20 feet away from it. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. So now, put that on a cracker, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get yes, fucked. Yes. Love Zach. That's money, dude. Now, yes, I have done, I shoot a bow. I shoot guns. I've never. I mean, and I can shoot a bow pretty darn well. Yes, all of his hobbies involve having to see to do uh, now. I it's golf. Insanity. Uh, now with golf, though, it's a strange one because I can't. I, I mean, sleep when I, when I when I hit the ball. As soon as it's gone, it's gone. I, I can't follow it, right? So I have to have somebody go with an me. interpreter. Basically, yes. <laughs> Just signing at him. Being, and, and no, you, no. You can ask Brent. Brent's golfed me several times. I'm actually. Right. I used to be okay. I wouldn't say now because I haven't golfed in years. But I used to be decent. He was pretty good, except for that time that he hit the house, and we were just like. It's out there, dude. Two hundred yards. You actually just broke a window. We we gotta go. It did. Yeah. Get in the car. Get in the car. You know, Shut up. Get in the car. Yeah. I've been shooting archery with Zach I've had for a lot years. Of golfing. Uh, we, we've done three D shoots, uh, where it's you know like basically blunt tips, where you're just seeing where you hit on basically like a a video of like an elk or whatever moving along, and we've shot you know different archery ranges. You talking about huh? buck hunt? Yeah, but use use. <laughs> but you, okay, so like, if you go to the archery range, they have a they have an indoor archery simulator, right? Prove it. I'll take you, motherfucker. <laughs> Let's go. All right. You gotta have a bow though, I, or you can rent one. I have a recurve. Yeah, you can shoot it there. It's in B's garage. Yeah, you can shoot it there. Yeah. Guarantee mine's better. Psh, whatever, dude. Psh. It's mine's older. Guarantee it. Guaranteed. <laughs> Done. Guaranteed. <laughs> but. Put that I on mean, a cracker, dude. Yeah, put that on a cracker, dude. Dude, I stale. love stale cracker. I love him. Uh, I'm actually going to order his seasoning. Dude, I, get I someone to let me know how it is. There's, another, there's another new guy. Uh, he's this like young black guy, and he says, yes, Lord, that's platinum. Mm. I love him. He does the same thing, though, just big like you know, shrimp boils and shit. Uh, yeah, so dude, anyway, I mean, I don't know. I like You look at what I do for work. I yeah. mean, it's... 
driving. People it requires I, eyes. Yeah, I, my favorite is driving because people are always like, "So, uh, I mean, how do you see the road?" Not all jobs do. So, you okay. know, and and my favorite response, and I've given this for years, and and the the, re- the reaction I get from it though, because obviously I'm joking, but I always say, "Well, if I go too far to the right and I hit the dirt, I know I, I just come back, and if I go too far to the left, well, I'm going to hit a car." So. Obviously, I just try and make sure I stay, you know, somewhere in the middle. I've been driving with Zach then, for fifteen so years. I've got a uh, yeah. When when we were in our early twenties, I've 20s, driven with Zach. He's a good driver. Sometimes, yes, but I've been driving with him for fifteen years. I drove oh, him with him when he's he, fucking terrifying. When, when he was twenty years old, Brent knows because he was around around back then. Uh, when he was twenty years old, like when back when he had his Mitsubishi. Have you ever seen the movie Roadhouse? Yeah. You know how the rich asshole is? Life could be a dream. Dude, where he's just like swerving all around? That's how Zach used to be. No, dude, and it's, it's, hey man, you gonna stop at that red light? Hey bro, are you gonna stop at it? So, are you gonna stop at this red light? Legitimate question. So, hold on. Hold on. Zach? Hold on. Zach? So, a lot of it, when it comes to that, my wife still does it, but when people ride with me. Trying to hit the fucking brake pedal yourself. They see things different than i do right Mm -hmm. so i don't slow down maybe when they would i've just learned how to do it my way but it's you know when you're not in control you kind of have like a panic attack and you're like oh shit idiots letting the blind guy drive is what i want to know you shut your mouth (laughs) well (laughs) you able-bodied morons now it doesn't phase me because i take i take a Physical road test. God damn it, I have one question. person every year that signs me off. <laughs> Kyle, go ahead with your question. I want to know because of how what love is? intense your prescription is that at this point with where they're at with like glasses, because mm-hmm. we've come a long way, do you still have to have Coke bottle lenses? 100%. Yeah? Yep. They haven't been able to shave In fact, I actually down. can't wear glasses anymore. I've worn contacts for so long. Like, I've been wearing contacts I haven't even since... taken them out in years. No, I take them out. And <laughs> so, funny story behind Fused that. Fused to my freaking eyes. Funny story behind that. I actually, for a long time, I didn't take them out. And my eye doctor yelled at me because it was actually deteriorating. Oh, yeah. It yeah, suffocates your eyeball. makes the veins in your eyes ginormous. I was super young. Like, you it, dumb dildo. It, anyway, so he's got... I've, um, I wear dailies. <laughs> and, and they're expensive. I mean, I paid... 650 bucks for a year's supply of contact lenses. Yeah. Fuck balls. That was after insurance. But you literally just go through a pair a day? Yeah. Nice. So, I mean, honestly, sometimes more because, like, if I rip one or I, one falls out or, you know, I it just is what it is. He doesn't take them out at night. They just... They actually dissolve. I, no, so funny They're story. They're like a Listerine strip I, I'm, for I'm, your I'm, eyes. <laughs> Whoa. I'm usually really good about taking million them out. Million dollar idea. Uh, but last, ah. last night I was laying in bed watching Starts TV. Burning, it's like putting rotos in all day. <laughs> last night I was laying in bed watching TV, and I must have—I just passed out. And uh, so when I got up this morning, normally if that happens, I can tell because my eyes, like, like they're really dried out. Yeah. But this like morning, ass? it yeah. didn't, it wasn't like that. And I was like, I just thought I'd taken them out. So I go and get ready, and I get in the shower, and I get out, and I go to put contact in, and I'm like, oh, that's feeling fucking weird. So I pull it out, and I'm like... Well, it looks like it's all misshapen. What the fuck? So I throw it away, put it in. Oh, it feels fine. Put my left one in. Feels fine. Go to work all day, and I'm like, towards the end of the day, and when I get home, I'm like, God, my eye is just bothering me. So I go in there, and I'm like, I'm just going to swap it out. So I pull it out, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what are the chances I get two misshapen? And I look, and it was two contact lenses. 
So I, I wore two contact lenses in this eye all day. Uh, so your vision should have been twice as good. No. <laughs> no. Science. Trust the science. But, uh, yeah, it, it just, I don't know. I've spent my whole life figuring out how to deal with it that I don't, honestly, to be able to see, I think would just, I don't know if I'd be able to handle it. <laughs> It'd probably break you for a bit. Yeah, you'd probably cry. Like a bitch, he'd he'd he'd, he'd probably immediately <laughs> become president. Hold me. I can see things. Well, like imagine. No, that'd be awesome, dude. I've always supported, dude. And like I said, move to Canada it, and go suck baby stem cells it, with the uh, <laughs> with Jimmy. When it with comes Jimmy, to, man. when it comes to Neuralink, though, like I said, it, I don't know. I mean, if the stem cells never never really work, because I mean, it hasn't been fully proven. Like it's brought Envision back to some, but not made it perfect. Right? They haven't gotten it perfect. But yet. any improvement would be good. Oh yeah. Right? So well, you, you looking for typically perfect? the people that are getting it ha- are totally blind, so they're getting you know they're getting. So you got a better shot. Maybe you'll have supervision. Yeah, maybe. maybe you'll be able to see too well. Well, um, God, you're going to be like the opposite of Daredevil. <laughs> so I mean, there is there is the the chance that you could go blind. With Low it as risk well. devil. So yeah, from stem cells. If, yeah, if I can interject an, it's something an injection here, you, in you, your eye. Oh, you're saying the actual act of injecting mm-hmm. could cause damage. Yeah. You you said that that you, in your good eye it was 2060. 2060 with my contact lenses. That's that's how I was with my glasses before I had the cornea transplant. Mm-hmm. And now I'm 2025. 20, it's a hell of a difference. So it's all the dicks. I mean, I was um, I was using my phone because I couldn't read the street signs, so I never knew where to go because you know I'd have oh. to have it tell me where to go. So <laughs> I trust I, me, but I get that. me and me and Siri Maps and Google Maps. Oh, we BFFs. That girl knows me inside <laughs> and out. If you know what I'm saying. Mm. Oh, I, I know exactly Whoa. what you're saying. <laughs> that was so weird. it's I, I, my hats off to you because that was a tough go. Well, and, and memories and that one thing I've noticed, like I have a memory that is, I mean, with most things, um, especially driving. With with driving, I memorize a lot of places. Yeah, it becomes like cheat codes. You're like left, left, right, left, down, <laughs> yeah, up, kind down. of. Oh, but yeah. even like Look at the Konami code, man. <laughs> even like even like backcountry dirt roads. Like I will just have a good sense of direction on them and make my way through them. I mean, I've. I've been out on some roads where I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make it out of this. Why, why do we? Why do we always listen to and the thunder rolls when we get to this road? Ah, because when the thunder rolls for the third time, we hang a right. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. I love Nailed this song, it. but not six times in a row, Zach. Hey, bud, shut up. This is how I get around. Actually, that's the song I listen to. I get around. Round, round, get around. Yeah. I get around. I'm so tired of getting around. All right. We're going back to Dan. Enough of uh, enough no, of my. I, I, I want I want to go back to the vision thing because because I remember I I was just not far from home and it was dark and I couldn't see a thing. I was having panic attacks because I thought I'm lost and the phone couldn't even fix me. I've, so I, I don't know how you deal with this. I shit. I so there's been a few times I remember. Uh, <laughs> We were like, fuck it. We were young. We were like, oh, we're going to jackpot. And I'm, I don't know why I was driving, probably because the other person wanted to drink. But it was the foggiest I think I've ever seen it out on I-84. I mean, it was awful. There was road construction. And, boy, I was up on, on that steering I wheel. Yeah. I mean, I was like, these guys are all getting trashy in the back. And I'm just like. I wasn't. <laughs> you know, like, holy oh, fuck. Dude. Was, was that- okay, Cone. 
like a Cone. recent one when that was uh oh you know what it was was it when you were going to it was the military it was, yep it was when randy went yeah, to benny you, you guys left and then me and tj came later and we're getting out there and i we barely make it to twin and i called you guys i was like dude this shit was fucking insane how yeah, are you not dead i remember like i think at one point i didn't even realize we were on the bridge because it was so such bad vision i mean it oh. was it was so bad and i just remember going Okay, we're good. Like as soon as we as soon as we crested the hill and I saw the light of Cactus Pete's, I was like, All right. Woo as soon as we got there, I mean I was like chugging beers and then I was like, like oh, I could, it was yeah. one of those instant because I chugged like four beers real quick. Yeah. Because I was like, I gotta get started because these guys really were all funny. ahead of me. Yeah. You know? And and I did not catch up because I put it all right back out. <laughs> I could totally sympathize because I once did like a it, it ended up being like eighteen hours, um, driving back from Seattle and I had a, I was 18 inexperienced driver. Yeah. Let's go to Seattle in November for a concert. It'll be fine. Way there. Beautiful. Two days later, coming back, going through the blue mountain pass in Oregon. Mm -hmm. I was the last car in a, in a Hyundai accent. Last car they let through the pass and then they closed the road off. And I was like, well, okay, cool. Like as long as like, I can see the taillights in front of me. (laughs) And then they're gone. And then they're gone. And then I'm like, okay. And I was like, well, I got some tire chains. And then I, I've never put tire chains on at that point in my life. So I like rolled them out and I was like, I don't know how this works. So I just threw them back in my car and pulled back on. And I literally threw my hazards on and crawled at 20. And the only indication I had that I was going off the road is when I just hit the, hit the bump, 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 bump. Oop, that's probably a cliff. And then I come back this way and then like. There'd be headlights. You're like, shit. Okay. I did 20 miles an hour. And then we got to the bottom and it was literally so many 18 wheelers had jackknife. Oh yeah. That they had that whole section of freeway closed. So I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. We're the last car through the past. Somehow we didn't die. And like we get down into like the Grand area and it's just like, everything's fucking closed. And it's like, oh shit. Okay, so we sat there, and I just drove, and I just drove straight through because we were eighteen. Nobody had any money. It's not like we could just be like, well, "Let's just get a uh, hotel room in Legrand and wait it out." No, fuck no. I had like five dollars to my name, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, so I guess we'll just like sit here for a while." And then it was like five hours later they opened it, and it it wasn't any better. So I drove twenty miles an hour all the way to Caldwell oh, because oh it was uh, a huge blizzard. And like, yeah, so like we got home and it had been 18 straight hours of just driving. And like, even the thing was like, we, I was so nervous and so tense when we were driving through the blues. I saw the uh, like rest area sign and I like went to pull over. It's like rest area closed. And I was like, fuck you. Just pissed on the sign and was mad. <laughs> I went through every emotion, dude. It was horrible. That was a really I, uh, bad I went to drive. Fairfield one winter, um, just, just to go up and get away, me and a buddy and we're hanging out there and. We get there, and I mean, there was snow on the ground up there, but not bad. Well, we get there, and it snowed for the five fucking days we were there. Like, I went out and plowed the driveway every morning, and sometimes in the afternoon. It was bad. Got my truck stuck in the ditch. Like, it was just an awful time. Uh, that When we had to leave, we're coming back, and it was still blizzarding. Because I kept checking the, the webcams right up there by um, that turn off to Pine Featherville. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, the roads are, oh, they're still shitty. Oh, they're still shitty. Fuck, fuck. All right. So we're driving back through down down uh, 
Highway 26, and it is just a whiteout. Now, you've probably been on that road in the winter storm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is a flat, open area where the wind just blows. Yeah, that's and why it, they have those huge markers up. No, there was no, like, everything was covered, and it, everything yeah. was white. You couldn't tell where the road was, and I was like, all right, I guess we're doing this. So I'm just, I make it all the way to... Uh, the turnoff for Pine Featherville. And then as soon as I got there, the roads were clear. They'd been plowing them back and forth, going up over the passes and stuff. So yeah. they left the straightaway just nasty. That was that was another road. <laughs> Figure one. it out, nerd. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, you're just, you're so tense. And when by the time you get home, you're just like, why don't my arms go down? Yeah. I hate winter <sighs> driving so much, dude. I, was, I don't mind winter driving. I just don't like winter driving long distances. Yeah, so I was in my Monte Carlo going up to Moscow in January. Oh. And no, like Whitebird was yeah. totally good. No really? problem. Okay. Everything was good. Check this out. The whole drive was like good. No snow, no nothing. January. I get uh, to Winchester, like 30 miles south of Lewiston. And I'm driving going 65. I've been bombing 65 the whole fucking way. And I feel the ice. And I'm like, oh, shit. So <laughs> so what do I do? I gently take my foot off the accelerator. And that was enough for my car to just go foo, 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 and spin 360s down the highway. And I swear to God, I was like, okay, I'm going to die. This is it. I don't mean to I'm laugh. going into the fucking river and I'm going to die. Like, And so I just like loosened up and just went completely limp kyle and like my car came my car came to a stop and i opened my eyes and i was about a quarter mile down the road from where i started spinning in the opposite lane facing the wrong way and i was like holy shit it was really cool so because kyle let just, jesus kyle just take went, the wheel kyle goes limp and all three of his buddies that were in the car with him were just like, what the fuck are you doing? No, I was, I was on a solo mish. When, and the craziest thing though, is like, I mean, what? Okay. I get it. If you start sliding and you know, and you, or you overcorrect, like you can, you can steer out of that. That's pretty easy. You steer into it just to, you know, there's a little finesse, but it's fine. But when you're going 65 and dude, start, when you spinning start spinning cookies you just, down the highway, you just go, yeah. huh. So I'm gonna die. So that's it, fine. Wait a minute. Inquiring minds want to know what sort of shape was your underwear in after yeah. this was over. Well, I would I would describe it as painted. <laughs> a nice texture on them, Kyle. <laughs> the way you said, "Oh shit!" Like in my head, I just I just like I just created an alternate reality where like you you took a woman home from the bar. Your balls deep, and you look over, and you see a picture of her graduating from the Boy Scouts. <laughs> like, oh fuck, I made a mistake. <laughs> uh. Oh shit, I'm already here though. Yeah, yeah. that explains the. Penis. Oh well, I might as well finish. <laughs> but oopsie, I thought it smelled like Neosporin in here. <laughs> oh, that's disturbing. That's all that extra I had to flip up to get to this hole. Ooh. Yeah, I don't. That was a. That was bad time though mm -hmm. well i tell you what i was very awake when i got there because i was only heard i was only like 60 miles out of moscow so when i got there i was like oh my god i did the same i can't thing. sleep tonight Give me a i drink. was driving our route to mccall with work and i'm bombing up the hill it's the middle of winter time it's sun's barely coming up 
I come around a corner, and there's just a fucking mountain of elk in front of me. Sick. And it's snowy. I'm I'm not going very fast, maybe 35, 40. And it's just like, shit. I just closed my eyes and held onto the wheel. <laughs> Popped an eye open and went, where the fuck did they all go? <laughs> like, I didn't hit a single one. They just kind of parted like the Red Sea, and I just Mosesed my way right through them. <laughs> this is all reminding me of the time I crashed my car at 85 miles an hour. You lose. You guys should yeah. ask him what he was doing. Yeah, apparently I was jerking off. That story, ca- that story carried for years, by the way. <laughs> Never failed. They'd be like, oh, you wrecked your car? Yeah, he was jerking off. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys that like imagining me jerking off. That's the, that's the story. Well, I mean, the story changed so many times. No, the story changed twice. At 85 miles an hour? Yeah, it was coming back from Mountain Home. It was it's eighty finish? miles an hour speed limit. It was it was not eighty then. It was sixty five. I don't know about that. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's eighty now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm sure it was eighty. And, then and I know Zach has reached speeds upwards of one hundred and twenty. <laughs> yes, I can't see him going that fast. The state trooper couldn't find Neither us. Can he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Randy yes. and I were racing home from Mountain Home one night, and we. We were fucking hauling ass, and I remember we both passed a state trooper that was on the side of the road with somebody pulled over. On the opposite side of the highway. <laughs> you just saw us. Well, I didn't see it, but. <laughs> that was his head. That was, that was the trooper's head. <laughs> and it's like, I think there were, we both kind of decided that there was so little traffic that if he did catch up to us, there would be no doubting who it was. So we're like. Fuck it, keep going. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and then live there, your life a quarter mile at a time, boys. And there was fog. <laughs> there was fog right after the uh, the airport. And you know where that curve is right after the airport, right before you come into, uh, what is it, uh, coal? Mm-hmm. There's that curve Fortune. there. There was, there was fog. And I, yeah, I very nearly. <laughs> That's not the time he wrecked. No, but I that time we were young and dumb and you know uh i almost killed myself then luckily i managed to see the curve with enough time to but you guys were wild and free it's weird i actually saw the curve what yeah 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 you're fine it was bad fog what we made it back in what 25 30 minutes i think it i think it was 24 minutes from mountain home to meridian but all right let's go back to dan now keep still in the spotlight yeah, I want to know. I want to know some crazy stories that you've got under the HIP Act. You don't have to use names. No, or, or no. any haunted stuff would be cool too. Haunted stuff. Well, I know. I know some of these, like you know, mental asylums, state health wards, whatever. There's a lot of uh, reports. Re- no, there's a lot of reports <laughs> of these places being haunted, whatnot. I'm not, you know. Well, the, the 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 state mental hospital I worked in, um, it was a uh, a uh, I forget no the asylum's not the right word, but uh, they used it for tuberculosis years before. Uh, I never knew any hauntings there. People there were spooky enough. Um, in terms of stories, you know, most of it's really sad. Uh, you get depressed people, and for whatever reason, they they try to kill themselves. It's it's pretty sad. You you have people 
um, I guess the, the real tales, if someone is truly paranoid, I mean, if you were absolutely convinced that I was going to kill you, you would not be worried about a broken nose or a broken arm. Mm. And and therefore, your your way of responding to me, if you were absolutely convinced I was going to kill you, is, is quite different than what a normal person's is. Um, that is handled uh, professionally. Um, I, I should say that with all the, the wild things I went through, the worst injury I ever got was I had a thumb, what they call hyperextend, which means it got bent the the wrong way and, and it was never the same but it was purely accidental I was trying to hold on to this guy who was drug addled and wild and sweaty and my hand slipped and he pushed up and my thumb went back I never really got I had a you know a few odd black eyes and fat lips and stuff but I I, I was never hurt very much you were sore I mean these are these are people that that just have a lot of sad things that 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 have them that the street people even you know their their lives are not good uh the, their lives are, are bad i mean yeah you can say well yeah they they can't pull it together because they choose to use drugs instead of getting a job or whatever but that that's not a good life uh i've completely derailed here i guess well, like, for instance, you talked about the young kid who was an adolescent, and the last time you saw him when you were at your last job, you saw him as an adult, right? Uh, yeah. Do you have, have, has there been anyone that you've come across that was in a very bad state, and you saw them later and managed to pull themselves together and was, you know, basically, have you seen anyone who was, you know, suffering from mental illness and got better? Actually, there was a woman... Who who would come in? Uh, who was just completely wild? Uh, she was a bipolar woman, and and she would do things that were I, I'm not going to go into details, but uh, very sexual and uh, um and she'd get better and she'd apologize later. So I saw her, and you know because of confidentiality, confidentiality, you would never confirm or deny anyone's presence but mm -hmm. i i was walking in this little like little mini mall thing down there and and this woman said dan dan and i turned around and looked and i knew it couldn't be this woman because she was like way beyond my league like model status type and it was this woman as it turns out mm -hmm. and she was just gorgeous she Been was just not married ever since no, no. <laughs> well, there's that, but no. I mean, she was just she was just not dead gorgeous, and and um, it's it was great to see, it was great to see someone doing well because so many times there are no success stories in the people like the, in acute mental health. It's the people who can't stay on their meds or won't stay on their meds, or have this problem with meth or. Or, you know, whatever. But you don't see the success stories. So it's really gratifying to hear that, the, like, somebody does well with this. Because you never see them. You, you always see the, the fuck-ups. I imagine a lot of the times when it comes to mental health, it's it's more you're carterizing a wound than it is you feel like you're, like, replacing a limb. Like, you feel like you're just kind of keeping someone from getting worse than actually helping them to get better a lot of the time. You're, you're patching a bald tire, essentially. Yeah. 
And, and it's unfortunate. You wish it was different. Uh, it would be nice if it was different, but human nature being what it is, it's, it's not different. And I expect unless there's some miraculous thing that, that happens in the future, it'll still be that way 20 years from now. My, my mom has been in the juvenile justice system forever and has worked at the detention center in Twin Falls since it opened. Ugh. And, I mean, she's seen kids that are just a walking shit show from 12, 13 years old. They're in and out of detention until they turn 18. Then they're just in and out of prison after that. But there's always the same thing. You know, we'll be walking through the mall and somebody will run up, Peggy, Peggy, Peggy. And it's this kid that was just a total mess, you know. Dad or mom or uncle or cousin got them hooked on meth when they were 13 years old. They were a walking shit show, and they figured it out. They grew up. They got married. They have kids, like, just beaming with pride to run into my mom somewhere and just be like, check out what I did. Like, I got my shit together. I, I listened to what you guys told me. Like, I figured it out. And my mom always loves that. You know, and I mean, she seriously worked at that detention center for 30 years, probably. Still and doing it. Still doing it. And, I mean, she's seen everything from kids that have murdered people to kids that they had one gal that, that showed up down there one day and she'd been kidnapped by some guy. She was 13 or 14 years old and he basically put a meth IV into her arm and just kept her strung out and messed up the whole time. And they damn near cut her arm off cause it was so gangrenous and disgusting. And do she got her shit together and unbelievably like, Wow. See, and that's sad because it wasn't even her fault. You no, know what I mean? No, like, no. That was a victim, a true, pure oh, victim yeah. of, of some other mentally ill person. Oh, yeah. Or, or you know, I think there are people that can't be helped. I, I truly do think that there are people out there that cannot be helped. Uh, serial killers, rapists, pedophiles, I mean, serial rapists pedophiles leave the cereal alone yeah well you know captain crunch on these nuts <laughs> there, Whoa. There, there, are, Whoa. there are some people that come out of the oven all right and depending on their upbringing they are either going to be the worst serial killer of all time or the best spe special forces soldier you've ever seen some people are going to be able to channel their darkness into something useful or the best serial killer you never heard of dun, let's, dun, I mean, for example let's bring up charlie manson I don't uh. think that there was anything that you could have done to that guy to make him of value to society. If you gave him a record deal, he would Dude. have been. Uh, I don't think. I oh, think good, it old, good old no name. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, he started off. Started off life right. A personality. No Maddox. A, his personality. Uh, I think if he had actually broken out into music like Charles Manson wanted to, I think he would have died to drugs before he could have done any harm. Well, Char it Charlie Manson's an interesting story because I'd actually, at the state hospital level, I'd worked with patients who had known him. But in the state hospital system, uh, let me back up a little bit. I always thought Charlie Manson was just crazy. Mm -hmm. and, and his deal was largely political because there are people, believe me, that have done far worse things that have gotten a heck of a better deal than he did. Right. And uh, I read a, a magazine interview with him once, and I thought, you know, he's right about a bunch of stuff. 
That being said, the state hospital system, uh, I worked for the same system. I never met Manson, but they, they rotated the staff that worked with him directly every six months because they felt he was too manipulative. And I don't I hype and stuff because uh, there's a lot of manipulative people, but he was a political deal. It's unfortunate. The wheels of justice are sometimes kind of oblong and maybe square, you know, and they don't always grind evenly. Okay, maybe he's a bad example because you're probably right to an extent. He was uh, just a I, charismatic little uh, shit. Yes. When you say like political, you mean the fact that he was where he was at, or no, the, like a political. The, pawn. Yeah, he was. The, the response to what, the response, the the legal response to what he did, essentially. Because, like I said, there's people doing horrible stuff that have gotten off comparatively cheap. But Charlie Manson had the headlines, you know, and it was Sharon mm-hmm. Tate. And it was the whole hippie thing and all that, and um, so he kind of got he kind of got nailed for so things beyond his control. Do you think somebody like Ted Bundy could have been uh, treated? No. Or Dahmer? No. I. So I he, think Dahmer. If they would have seeked it a little bit harder, than... I think there was a group of people like Dahmer, uh, Gein, Gacy. Yeah. They grew up in a time when being gay or being an other or being an, you know outside of the quote unquote norm was frowned upon. Super bad. I mean, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't be gay in the fifties and in Wisconsin. The 50s was weird. Like, yeah, fifties. No, <laughs> it was still fairly rough in the sixties too. Let me. Show and you. I just I think it was rough for a long long time, but I think that their only escape was to do something. I don't know, so deviant almost that it was... That was their release? That was yeah. their release, yeah. Or it would make their sexuality pale in comparison to what yeah. was really wrong with them. It, I yeah. know that has it's been... It's that whole split thing, though, where it's because, like, these guys are working a regular 9 to 5 or they're doing this, and it's like, Gacy was managing three chicken places yeah. while he was also doing this crazy shit. But there's also that thing, if someone keeps locked rooms in your house... Yeah, you should probably check but, it out. And I think a lot of them too, though. It's it's that same thing. Like like I was talking last week about the doctor that was sticking the scope up his ass. Mm-hmm. They accidentally kill somebody, and they go, "Oh God, that made me come buckets." Mm-hmm. You know, and they got it's, this weird high that you know they weren't expecting to get off of that, and it, then it's the they accidentally it. do something, and then they're like, "Holy shit, that was yeah. amazing." I and mean, then that's what leads. We so. have we have all bought a roll of cheap one ply toilet paper before. Accidentally stuck a finger in our asshole and thought, "God, that felt yeah, pretty yeah. good." Accidentally, yeah, you know, <laughs> wasn't on purpose at all. <laughs> oh, you know, I've got I've got a that I've got a got, sore throat. Let me put some Vicks vapor rub on my chest. Oh, I've got some Vicks vapor rub left on my fingers. What am I going to do with this? Hey, hey, so it. you smear a little toothpaste on your balls because it tingles. You got to yeah, do what you, you know? got to do. I see hot, bro. Straight to the Ben Gay. <laughs> Tiger bomb. Wow. Oh, God. Oh, no. Where did this room of puppies and this jar of peanut butter come from? <laughs> Rand, why, why do you always have a puppy room, Randy? That's weird. Yeah. It's dogs. <laughs> why are they always just puppies, though? What happens to the dogs? I like to think it's behind one of those bookcases where you pull the false back. <laughs> oh my god puppies what the fuck are you doing why do you, why do you have 19 puppies this comes walking in like burt reynolds and 
is it strip tease where he's covered in Vaseline with oh, peanut butter? <laughs> There's peanut butter. I can feel it squish between my toes. <laughs> Human Kong. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm the Kong ball now. <laughs> Show me what you've got. So what do you what do you think they should have done with Manson? Do you think they should have just shot him out of the cannon? <laughs> well, it's hard. Should is kind of an interesting thing because the the deal was a lot of the people, not everybody I worked with was were were sex offenders. They were what they called the personality disorders. One one of the guys that threatened a president. Uh, one of the guys that actually worked for the CIA and one of their clandestine piloting and things, and the CIA used to come visit him. That's an interesting story, but be that as it may. Um, I told you the CIA was watching me. I was yeah. going to say, is there an NDA on this? No, actually, it's kind of interesting because he was kind of this guy that was about 50-ish. And, and uh, you know, you meet all the guys, and he said, yeah, yeah, I was with the CIA. And, of course, you're going. Yeah, right. Yeah. Bob. Jerking he, your chain, huh? <laughs> and, and, he, and he said, oh, he said, no, no, no. I know you've heard it a lot, but I really was. And the CIA would come visit this guy to make sure he was still in there. And the other thing is, don't ever, don't ever threaten a president because that I will know. be on your tombstone. I mean, anybody that ever did, they'd round him up and put him in jail, put him in mental health things when the president was coming around. Uh, there was a guy that threatened President Carter, and he alone is an interesting story. But but that that guy Carter or the guy that threatened him. No, well, the the guy that threatened him, Carter was an interesting a little story. from column A, a little from column B. Yeah, well, <laughs> I just so, a peanut farmer. But I mean, that is something. There's a special farm. what they called a jacket, and it was like a um, secret service thing. And man, you you died with that if you really? ever threatened a president. Yeah, you'd never get over that. This this uh, that fellow's probably gone on to his reward by now, but uh, it's on his tombstone that he threatened President Carter. I mean, it's... Well, that just worked until 2016. Yeah. I then don't... you could threaten the bejesus out of the president and oh, nobody well, cared. Once again, that big... But that's different. <laughs> yeah. So, I digress, though, and I've completely derailed the whole conversation. We never do that. No, no I think I think we what? derailed the conversation. <laughs> yeah, would you guys stop? He's telling yeah, we're trying something intimate different stories here. here and trying to have a real conversation... Not us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, come on, get over it. So, what else? Well, I mean, besides other than your, you know, your, what you did for work all this time, you were living in California. What would, what did you do with your life outside of work all that time? I worked. It's expensive to live there. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that's it true. was years. California? And years, no way. It was years and years of of either overtime or two jobs. Years and years. Did you ever have poop thrown at you? I mean, somebody had to ask the elephant in the room. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, I never did. Really? I was going to ask if a specimen cup of semen was ever thrown at you. Sounds the lamb style, but that's just no. me. But, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, to to work there, you kind of have to know what your hot buttons are because because otherwise you're just adrift because uh, you'll just be driven mad by... I would think bodily fluids would kind of be a hot button for everyone. Spitting. But that's just me. Spitting. Uh-huh. I mean, it still, does it still fire you up? Spitting? If somebody spit on you right now. 
Now I'm not a Kyle nurse. I'd rip their face off or die trying. My my hot button when I was <laughs> just, dude, just when I was working as quick, a, Kyle, spit on Dan and see what happens. When I was working as a correctional officer, my thing was people being behind me, within personal space, like closer than like four or five feet. Oh yeah. If it's if an offender is behind me, they're expected to like you know make themselves known, and that's because I spent a lot of time in the kitchen. And when you're going through the kitchen, all of the cutlery and everything, it's basically chained to the wall. And they can only get it about a foot past all of the sinks and tables and stuff. So there's a lot of, like, meandering you have to do to, like, make sure you're in a safe spot where if someone wanted to try something, they're not going to be able to get it to you. And also it's it's fun watching them do food prep sometimes because they'll, like, forget the fact that it's chained. And they'll go to cut something like, oh, shit. Uh, so yeah. that's right prison yeah <laughs> you thought this was fun huh i thought we were all just wearing these uniforms because we liked each other <laughs> so yeah if what's our next music video <laughs> if someone if someone passed too close behind me that really put me on edge and it's like even to this day like uh i was oh, a couple years back i had someone throw a roll of toilet paper at the back of my head and it was a group of guys behind me, and I immediately spun around and just screamed, who the fuck threw that? And these guys are like, you know, happy, f- f- lucky, go Randy, whatever. And I did that, and they're like, oh, shit, what happened? Well, you know, people that haven't worked in those type of places don't realize that. And when I left the state mental hospital, because they were all tile floors and this building was like spokes, I realized that I had about 35 guys' footsteps memorized and didn't even know. Oh, yeah. So I always knew who was sound, behind me. The sound of their footsteps? The sound of their footsteps, the, the rhythm. Um, for a long time, I, I was so jumpy, I couldn't go in public and not have my back to the wall. Um, I had nightmares for a long time, and they still pop up occasionally. Mm-hmm. But... You know, life's tough. I, I I fed my family, and I just you just got to suck it up. So but that Thorazine now it's really taking hold of you. Yeah, and it puts you backs to sleep. me right off. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I go out to a restaurant, if we sit in a booth, I don't want to be on the inside of the booth. <laughs> yeah, and I like seeing exits. Yeah, I I always look for the exits because I'm just still kind of goosey, but I'm a lot better than I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's something you n- never get over, and I'm not whining because. You know, I, I did what I did, and it and it fed the family, and mm. it paid the mortgage, and it got me here, and um, I I worked with a lot with a with a bunch of people who were far less fortunate than myself, both staff mm. and patients. Now, now, were you and your significant other uh, together through all this? Yes, uh, almost all. And. How did she handle, like, did she ever have, like, anxiety about you going to work? I, I think she had a lot of faith in in my talent with dealing with people. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a, you guys realize this is why he deals with all of our dumbasses so well. I wasn't going to say that, but, <laughs> but, you know. He loves it. Don't <laughs> pretend that you don't. Uh, he's He's actually just treating you, Brent. I don't, yeah. We didn't want to tell you, but... You notice how your beer's a little bitter? Uh, don't worry. <laughs> nothing to worry about. It's not uh, almonds. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not almonds. <laughs> but no, uh, she and I, I actually worked at the same place for a bit. And um, she was the unit secretary, and I was the... the uh, Dang, one of the RS. Yeah. You're getting down oh, with whoa. the girl in the workplace. 
I'm actually curious to hear about what Dan would diagnose us all as. You know what? Schizophrenic. schizophrenic. Awesome. <laughs> that there are there are no there are no schizophrenics here. Woo! And, and you know what? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Not even this guy. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, like I said, there are mental illnesses everywhere, and we've all got a little bit of it. I I, I kind of know what my own deal is because, like I said, you you had to to work in a place like that, or or you, your buttons would get pushed, and you don't know why. You know, these are we're pretty normal people here. But we've all got a little bit. Some yeah, I'm too humble. Yeah. <laughs> what is it, a job interview? <laughs> <laughs> so I really like to learn things. Yeah. Uh, uh, tell me what's, what your, what's your biggest weaknesses. I'm well, really good with I'm Microsoft Word and worker. Excel. And um, My dick might be too big. <laughs> I can totally picture you saying thing. that in an interview, too. I'm such a great conversationalist that They're when like, I run out us- of things to talk about, I can talk about how I'm a great conversationalist. He's like, they're like, tell us, tell us some of your attributes, and he's like, my huge cock. <laughs> that's that's nice. an interview answer. Sick. No, and, and it's not flaccid. Does it? Does that work well? I wonder. Well, not if you don't have a huge cock. Well, there's that. It's been known to work. That's why I just I just say, hey, you know, five and a half is my lucky number. Well, crickets. Wah, 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 wah. I don't even know what to say to that. I don't know. Uh, Dan, we have enjoyed having you on tonight, as we always do. And kinda, it was awesome. We got a look in your past. Um, what do I call the, 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 what do they call those? The Skeletons in the closet. That's what you call it. I was thinking of the little globe thing, you know, that the, the fucking... Are we going on a trip at Jeffrey Effrey? Epstein's it. house? Uh, snow globe? No. <laughs> the The... Magic ball thing, crystal ball. ball? Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got, thank you. I don't know Big why. Big dumb idiot. <laughs> yeah. This guy is definitely schizophrenic. <laughs> Look at his brain not work. He's dumb. <laughs> oh man, double whammy tonight, Zach. That got sucks. A, got a crystal ball going. You know, we got to see a little bit of you and uh, what you did and and your insight to it, which was awesome. And uh, it'll come back to haunt you, by the way. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably nightmares. But now that I know the trick to fall asleep, <laughs> drugs. <laughs> what are you doing? Why do you have that on your finger? It's right there, man. <laughs> I don't lose it that way. Who would do it? Lose it? Uh, no, it has been fun. This was a uh, this was an interesting topic. I think a lot of stuff got brought up that was unintended. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> These goddamn whistles. Fire us an email. Damn. Time for another podcast. Gmail.com. We ask Please. every week and we've only gotten one. And you, Please. whoever you are, we love you. And and we want suggestions about how to top the whistle thing. Cause yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm going to find something for time for, try for another next week, I think. Yeah. Nice. But bring a backup. Oh, I'm, man. I can we? Through. Can someone, if they don't bring food, just bring toys and we'll call it we toys for We got all that Korean another. food in case Papa Pete shows. Oh, fuck. I still have fireworks. Maybe I'll just bring those. <laughs> set them off so, in the studio. So we're going to set some fireworks off in the studio. It's Sick. called pyrotechnics. Driver, no, I can't eat these fireworks, Randy. 
They no, taste right. like gunpowder. No, no, I, no, I fully what? expect that you like. I want you to like find the like best like super customized, super secret fast food items. Do you know you can't get Sir Strawman <laughs> off or of combine fast food items. This is a Popeyes chicken sandwich. No, all we're gonna do is he's gonna bring fireworks. <laughs> we're gonna have him go out there and describe what they Ooh. look like when they blow up. <laughs> I already know what I'm gonna it's try. Red. I'm gonna stick a microphone out the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. We've been lighting ground blooms off all night. <laughs> yep. You give kids toys and look what happens. You'll notice the three that have used them all night. Just wait. We'll be fighting over them. Realistically, there was only two. Kyle was pretty pretty minimal. I dropped mine under the desk a while ago. Whoa. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. You're peeking us out there. Well, hot damn. It's exciting. All right, guys. Well. We'll have an interesting topic next week, as we always do. Duh. Except for if we don't. <laughs> we already know what it is, too, totally. It's butt stuff. <laughs> oh. Dan's, done in that. For, Dan's in for sure. <laughs> yep. As uh, always, it's been fun, guys. <laughs> Bye, oh, everybody. Oh, okay, I totally uh, found out what we're doing next Bawachunga. week. Have a good night. We'll see you next week. There's really no way I can work mental health into penis, so bye. Email, email, email.